three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, jeez. Aaron. <sighs> You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What's, What's up? up? What's, What's up? up? What's happening? What's up? There you go. Welcome in. It is episode number 11 of Jobbing Out. 11 as in after 11 years. Finally, Kofi Kingston gets his moment at WrestleMania. We'll talk more about that in a minute. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. He is Brandon Linton from Rams Head Live. And he is, of course, the main event. Bad, bad. I think there's one more still to come, so I'm going to There it is. AJ Francis, your sausage wrestling champion. Say it right, Sausage bitch. Castle wrestling champion. I'm sorry. I knew it as soon as I did it. Sausage Castle wrestling champion. Yeah, you uh, better say my I'm, shit right before I'm, I slap your um, head off your shoulders. That's my fault, and I apologize. Um, all right. Uh, we have a lot to discuss this week, and we have a really uh, like a, a sit-down interview with David Starr coming up later on in the program. Uh, we talked a lot about David Starr last week, all of the heat that came after he cut this promo on Ring of Honor and Sinclair Wrestling, and then... Sinclair Broadcasting. Sorry, so Sinclair Broadcasting, yes, Ring of Honor Wrestling. And they forced him to take it down. It was amazing, and it set the wrestling world on fire and became a huge, huge story. Uh, he told us he hasn't really done any interviews. I don't know if that's changed because we talked to him on Tuesday of this week, but... Um, we, we talked to him for 37 minutes, and we covered it, and we covered a lot about it. He's awesome, first of all. He's incredible. Um, and it's just a Blow fact. him, why don't you? Uh, okay. I mean, and like if he asks, nice enough. <laughs> right? I mean, I, I'm in New York next week. What the hell? Uh, but really fascinating conversation with David Starr coming up later on in the program. But before that, go ahead, AJ. So, guys, who had the best match in WWE this week? And by the way, there's one fucking answer. Well, I think we obviously have to abstain because we're taping a little bit earlier, so none of us have been able to watch uh, NXT this week. So I think, unfortunately, this week we all have to agree just unfair to declare a winner, right? We're just going to have to pass and, Bullshit. and we can do this next week, right? Well, Is that- got, I mean, Corbin versus Apollo very clearly gets the answer, right? That's what we're agreeing on? <laughs> The correct answer is the queen, a.k.a. the GOAT, Charlotte Flair, against Asuka in the SmackDown Live Women's Championship match. Okay, so go ahead and update the standings, and now we talk about yes. this. Ah, here's, here's the thing, right? I have a few different feelings about it. Because my first feeling is, obviously, the match was incredible. Everybody saw it. It was an unbelievable match. It was great, tremendous, the whole deal. So, thumbs up all around. The immediate follow-up thought is, why? And I'm conflicted on why. 
because in a weird way, I do think that the plot point of Charlotte was the lost person in this entire process is is a real one. It's just that they didn't bother to address it until last night. But I think a lot of us noticed. Remember we talked about the moment where literally Triple H just dismissed Charlotte from the ring as if like she was completely irrelevant to the entire and like we all the next we were like, whoa, that was that was that was awkward. I do what? Think, what are you talking about? Like a, this is shortly after the rumble, right. after she was like the the night after she was inserted into the match. They they had a an interaction, all of them in the ring, and Triple H literally just told her to go away in a completely dismissive, like you are irrelevant to this picture, type of way. And we talked about it that week, and we said that was that was a rough moment. That was a now it didn't it went nowhere. Like she was fine, and she still looked great and strong after that, but. The truth is, she is kind of the one that's kind of just there. Um, Ronda's the champ. Becky's the hottest thing in all of pro wrestling. And I know Are AJ, you done yet? AJ's going to say, and Charlotte's the GOAT. But the reality is, she was the third. She was the third wheel in this. This, this is stupid. Uh, she it's was n- the first sh- wheel because it all started because of her. Oh, for fuck's sake. In this storyline, she was the We're going to make this, but nobody questioned the legitimacy of Charlotte in this match. Like, on, a, on, on, on its face as no far as, like... That. The qualifications of the performer. No one said that. Literally, no one would. But the storyline that she was the third of the three is true. Nobody remembered that. Nobody remembered some bullshit that Triple H did four months ago. It has nothing to do you with know, that. Like, That's not the this reason. Was, this is Brandon. all contrived bullshit that they made up because Vince McMahon decided at noon yesterday that he wanted to put the belt By on the way, Charlotte. That part at of noon. That part of way, it is right. At noon, this was like seven. They were advertising that number one contenders match at seven o'clock last night. Right. That part whatever of whatever it, it was. It said midday, the article that I read. That but. that part of it is right. No question. But if they had gone with this storyline for longer, it would have worked. It would have worked, and it would have given you a moment. Um, they didn't. They threw it in at last moment because they decided it's what they wanted to do. And you're right, and it's bullshit to Asuka more than anything. And that's No, it the- isn't, and here's why it's not bullshit to Asuka, because go. Asuka's going to win the belt back the Tuesday following WrestleMania. That's, that's fine. Um, and I don't- Here's why it's even dumber, because now the, the match is still just for the Raw title. So it's like, why did... I d- there's so much here that is bullshit. No, no, I, 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 I just, the, I match even... is, the match is for the Raw title exclusively? That's already been announced. Well, that's what they said on SmackDown after she won the title. That doesn't mean they could change it Monday. But 100% they did. I was they're going to change it, and you know that. They better change it, because if this, they don't, this more is than the dumbest likely, thing this they've is ever leading done. To the, it, more than likely, this is leading to there being one woman's champion. Which is also well, you, everybody keeps talking about that, but I don't. I predicted two months ago, by the way. I also still don't get d- how that's going to work because you're going to have your shows on two different networks in the fall. Yeah, and because of that, they're going to want the, the top talents on each show, like each network. That was the one thing that you guys were missing. You were saying, "Well, what are they going to do with exclusive rights for one person for one?" No. All they're going to do is they're just going to have everybody on both shows. Yeah, I, yeah, I've, this, I've this heard... If this is right the end of the, bl- the Nobody, nobody split, knows that okay. this is a thing. You know? What do you mean? This, this exclusive rights thing is something that fans made up and... and no, 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 it's not Mark's something fans... No, that's not remotely true. Most people in the professional wrestling industry have stated that this is something that the networks would demand. That anytime you do someone, something like someone this... Someone who actually knows the deal? Yeah, Vince Russo literally talked about it on our show a couple weeks ago. Vince but Russo knows... He doesn't know the specifics of this deal. He knows about TV deals, Brandon. Come on, man. Trying to dismiss Vince Russo's knowledge of this is idiotic. 
Vince Russo knows way more about this type of stuff than any of us do. Let's not. Yeah, but he, but he wasn't involved in this specific deal. This is 2019. What's your, what's your, what does it mean what you did in 1996 is going to have anything to do with that? No, if you think that Vince Russo doesn't know how TV deals work in 2019, you're just being dumb for the sake of being dumb. Vince Russo is still. I don't think that he knows how in. these specific TV deals. That work part might be true. It's very obvious that they want everybody on both shows. USA was like, yes. uh, we want Charlotte and Becky and Rhonda. And Fox was like, uh, we want Charlotte and Becky and Rhonda. And, and they said, oh, you guys are paying us hundreds of millions, if not a billion dollars. Okay, then yeah, let's do that. And that part won't last for more than a day once they're on two different You networks. have to remember that this is a licensing deal. They don't own the show. Everybody they're knows licensing that. the show. Unders WWE still has creative control. Correct, but at some point when Fox realizes that something's happening on USA that they wanted on their network, they're going to be pissed about that. And they're paying but a all it billion does, but, dollars. But it, it, they each promote each other in circular fashion. But that doesn't mean that they want the things that are cool to be happening on the other network. They want them themselves. If you've well, ever dealt with any will be network cool. ever, and you yeah, know and that. And then when something cool happens on one show, they'll make something cool happen on the next. Correct. Why are you acting That's like right. this? Okay, because, so guys, and, and, everybody's and, and, dealt and with this. The craziest this. thing about all this is then how do you explain when they bring up people from NXT? You, like they're, they're obviously know, not going to predetermine every person do, on NXT you, on what show they're going to be on. Do you know how I, much? I don't think that you guys are any so of this is gonna, Do you know how much CBS and Fox fight over the worst NFL game of the week? Do you understand how much of a battle there is over the so much worst different? And no, it's, it's so much not. different. It is the worst NFL game of the week, and they battle over it, and they trade off things in insane amounts in order to get specific games in specific weeks when they want things on their network. This notion that they're not going to fight over something is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That doesn't mean that it might not work, that perhaps there will be stars you're, that you're will be so on both fucking shows. Annoying. This is not, they're not fighting over anything. The reason why no, they're not fighting they're over going anything to. is because everybody's going to be on both shows. You, they yes. Both networks know that the other network exists with the other show. When Fox offered a billion dollars for SmackDown Live, they knew that they weren't going to have Monday Night Raw, and they knew cool shit was still going to happen on Raw that would then, in turn, promote SmackDown because they have the same superstars now. It's you're not, acting like a buffoon. No, you have no idea what you're talking about. You have no clue what you're talking about. You have no okay. idea how much they're going to fight over this stuff and already have now that might not yeah, they mean... already have that's why both that's why everybody's on both shows dummy first of all you have no idea if that's true or not you're making the assumption that's what you it's don't going know to be. what you're saying is true but you're yelling at the top of your lungs like you were in the meeting when they made the contract i know you they're fighting know i know they're Period. fighting i do know that that's not a i'm guessing i'm telling you factually they've already fought over this shit it's already happened this is going to be something that's going to happen constantly. And it happens in literally every aspect of sports TV rights. It's what always did they fight like over, this. Glenn? Please tell me. I can give you two things they've already fought over. They've already okay, fought give over. Me, give me both, please, and I'll denounce both of them. Go ahead. Well, you can't denounce both of them, actually, and I can't even give you both of them because I can't tell you where the one came from. I okay, can, give me one then. I can tell you this is one thing with certainty that they've already fought over. They've already fought over the amount of promotion that's done for each show on both networks. They have already fought over that. So what no does shit. that have to do with what guy is on what show? Because no everything will be over fought over. Next. Everything. One doesn't affect the other. What? One, the fact that they fought over they need equal promotion doesn't it's not about whether or not they need they're equal both promotion. They have the same superstars on each show. They're fighting over everything. 
because it's I, I, unprecedented. And I, I think what not that that who's promoting what. It's correct. It, it's USA does not want to promote SmackDown. Correct. They don't want that on their network. They want to promote what's coming up on Fox on Tuesday night. Sorry, on on. But in guess, USA guess on what? They're they're going to, and they're also going to accept whatever wrestlers you're, on whatever show that WWE wants to put that. on. It's and that's the way it's going to be. No. Do you know how dumb that sounds? In which they don't have control. Yeah, guys, I, I can't stress how dumb you guys sound right now. That doesn't work that so way you when you're McMahon talking about a billion networks, dollars. The, you think the network executives <laughs> from Fox and USA are telling Vince McMahon who's going to be on B- both shows? No, they're shows negotiating, and who's AJ. Going to win That's what they do over and everything. Who's going to go over in the storylines? Or is Vince McMahon making all of those decisions because that's how he's already set it up? No, you negotiate. That's the way all of these things work. You negotiate these things. That's how it happens. Everything. I'm aware they've already done that. That's why everyone's on no, both It's shows, a living, breathing thing. It happens every week. Every week, there is somebody in their ear saying, what are you doing on our network this week? What are you doing on their network this week? What are we getting? And this thing, this notion that it's going to be kumbaya and everybody can just be everywhere and anything like this could happen anytime is insanity. It's going to be a constant of, instead battle. Of yelling, instead of yelling, you want to just put money on it? No, because that's then what you do. shut the fuck up. No. Incorrect. You don't just get to say <laughs> shut up. That's the dumbest thing. It doesn't work that way. The... Everyone You're telling me knows. that there's no possible way that these networks are going to be cool oh with God. all the wrestlers being on no, both shows. No, they're going to negotiate I'm telling it. you You're, all the wrestlers it, are going to be on both shows. You're literally so putting put words in my mouth. Or shut your goddamn AJ, high hole. you're just putting words in my mouth. It will constantly be negotiated. There will be weeks where somebody won't be available on a certain night, and that person might not show up in a certain place, and that's going to be a problem. This is going to constantly be an ever-living, evolving thing because it's unprecedented territory for this company. They have never done this before. They okay. don't know yet what and it's going what to look like. what does that have to do with the why was that become a problem that they have new things that they have to adjust to? nobody said it was a problem you started screaming you literally did say that no, this will not last I, you said that this will not last as soon as these contracts get them up you said no that i didn't minutes ago. i just said this is something that we don't know all of the definitions for because we're not there yet you started screaming about that you seem to know a lot about it. You've already made that clear. I know that we some were idiots things. and we don't know anything and that you know how it's it goes It's insane down. for you to think that the WWE is going to dictate to their billion dollar partner how things are going to go down. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No one gets to do that. You remember when the NFL wanted to play a game in Baltimore on Wednesday night? Or the NBC said, fuck no, we're playing a game on Thursday night because that's what we signed up for. That's the way it works. You, you do realize that the NFL literally said you can't book you, you have to book every team on Thursday nights. You do realize that's a thing that the NFL right, said that to was their billion-dollar partner that they had to make happen. You realize that, right? Right, before the, the TV the contract existed. They put that before they sold yeah, but the TV like, deal. You can't say they that they agreed it. to something in contract and then say that they had the power because they wanted to go against the contract. That doesn't make any sense. What? Of, of course they wanted to do it. You said they wanted to do a game on Wednesday in Baltimore, right. and they said, no, we want to do what we are contractually obligated to do on a Thursday. That's not what we're talking about. The Wednesday would have been against the they contract. They don't have all of these things in the contract, Brandon. They didn't say on Tuesday night, this guy's going to be in this I'm place in 2021. Yes, correct. They have to ever, ever constantly negotiate. And when your billion-dollar partner says this, the word back isn't, mm, this is what we want to do, so go fuck yourself. I think I think you're getting a little bit too. I, I'm, our point was just you're going to see wrestlers 
between the shows, and that's the way it's going to be. I have no whether, doubt whether about it's the amount a of constant events. negotiation, all that bullshit. I mean, that that's that's irrelevant. You're going to see Randy Orton on Raw. You're going to see him on SmackDown. You're going to see Samoa see Joe Ronda wrestle Rousey on, on both. Raw for no reason. I for the it's, majority. It's going to happen. There will be certainly an amount of superstars that's the case for. There is no question about that. Thank you. We win. No, what are you talking that's about? That's all we're trying to say. Then you didn't listen because to me either. What, Glenn, if there's if there's superstars that they make special rules for, I guarantee you money cash right now. Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Ronda Rousey will be three of them motherfuckers. Well, you just told me a week ago that Ronda Rousey's not going to be around. So how's that going to be possible? She might not be, when but if she back. is around when she comes back around, like... That's not a this point is, that I'm. That has nothing to do with the point I'm making the, right now, and the, you know that you're just trying to backpedal, and it's no, okay. No, I understand. Is, none of us are an idiot. No, saying that you have no idea what this is going to look like. None of us have any clue what this is going to look like, and I have no idea if Fox is the one that said we're going to pay this amount of money, but we're getting this exclusively as part of that deal. I can't speak to that, but if they did, the WWE didn't turn around and say, mm, "Man, a billion dollars? No, we're not willing to do that." You don't okay. know so who your they've point asked is for exclusively. You don't know what's in the contract, and you're arguing that maybe it's in the contract, so that's going to be a problem. Who said it was going to be a problem? You literally said this no, you would keep stop trying it, to say and everything. It, would come I never to said it being it was going to be a problem. When they had the, when these TV AJ, contracts AJ, come into play, literally, you're just putting words in the right my mouth for the sake of putting have my words in my mouth. Have you not been listening to what you've been saying? No, you're just putting words in my mouth for the sake of putting them in my mouth. Let's let's get this back to SmackDown and WrestleMania. Honestly, we just spent 15 minutes on. Six months later, contracts. I don't disagree with that. Look, sure. Let's. Do Anyways, I, I I do want to say that I think that it does solve a problem, which is that whoever Oscar faced, it was going to be. I'm not going to say a dud of a match. It could have been a very good match, but people weren't going to care. They didn't have anybody, anybody who they could have put in that people would have bought as a legitimate challenger that people would have cared about that match. So for that, and you and now it's you an, have Oscar. Now you have Oscar can win the girl battle royal, which is a bummer. Charlotte, that she that that's the bummer there. She should she does she does deserve better. Is there any chance they Daniel Bryan her into this match? No, no. Okay. I can see it. No. Uh, um, no, they have every woman on the roster tweeting about this right now. See, there's no way. One. There's no way. But have you have you looked at Twitter? Oh though? yeah, of course, of course, yeah. You, you had, I mean, you this had, is obviously not them going rogue. This is on purpose. Yeah, no, it's all planned. Yeah. You, they have been very specifically touting this match. You're not going to shoestring Asuka in it, into your main event at it's this point. It's an interesting thought. She could even without any of the three of them having to lose. And, and that was the one thought I had is like, you know... We all, I think we all assume Charlotte's eating the pin here, right? No. But my thing is this now. My thing is this. Are both titles, do you guys think both titles are on the line? Do you think the person who gets pinned loses their title? If Ronda pins Charlotte, is she both champs? If Charlotte pins Ronda, is she both champs? If what Becky if Becky pins gets both, pinned? If Becky pins either one, then, that, then both retain. Like, what if they pin Becky? I think the only solution is you have to put both on the line. I, I think it's going to just be there. I, my, my hunch, if I had to say that my hunch right now. Unless, unless, unless Glenn is right and then Fox said, fuck you, we need our own championship. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, if, I, if, if I had to have a hunch right now, it's Becky pins Ronda. She holds up the Raw title. Bailey 
and Sasha come out. They hold up the tag titles, and Charlotte is still there to hold up the SmackDown title. That's your closing shot at WrestleMania. And then Shayna Baszler and the other four horsewomen come out to get Ronda? No, that that's that's hey, fuck it. Monday. Fuck that's it. Monday. Let's have Becky Lynch. Let's have Becky Lynch beat Shayna Baszler so, on uh, creating, SmackDown. You're creating. And she can be the NXT champion, and then, uh, well, why not? Just just take all the belts and put them into that. So match. you're saying Charlotte but, loses and, and it's still in the final. Charlotte shot. and uh, Charlotte and Becky can beat the tag. Can beat Bailey and Sasha too, and they can be the tag champions. Let me, let me go back to this, Aaron. You're saying that Charlotte loses and is still in the final shot. Yes. I don't agree with it, but that's my hunch of what happens. It's an interesting thought. I mean, if that's what you're trying it to works. set up, it works because of it works because of the four horsewomen. But, but again, it yeah. only works if Ronda's sticking around. It only works if you know that Ronda is sticking around past WrestleMania. No, I I think it works either way because if if the closing shot is being like this is what the women's division is, this is what we've built upon. It's more of a because like that. It, it's more, it's more of the Eddie. It's more of the Eddie Benoit final shot. Okay. It has nothing to do with the future. It's these guys. You know, these guys deserve it. Earned Same with moment. the four horsewomen. Yeah, here. I, I can hear that argument. I don't. I don't have an issue with it. Look, I, I don't know. I, I clearly they didn't have a plan for this going into last night. So, the answer might be they don't know either. Which again wouldn't surprise me. They didn't know they were putting the SmackDown title on Charlotte as of 24 hours ago. So, how do you know that they didn't know that? They advertise it. They put up a tweet saying there's a number one contenders match for the SmackDown women's title. And every single thing they've ever put up has been directly online and hasn't been a mislead? It, what, it That was the plan. Everyone was planning on this match. Like, they, they've acknowledged this sense. And this plan has Who been Who is they? Who is they? Well, first of all, you had WWE Carmella tweeting it. about it. Yeah, I mean, WWE posted it. Multiple posted what? That that this match was happening, and then deleted. And then it they like deleted. Minutes it. later. So when did when did this happen? About six between six thirty and seven last night. Um, I mean, yeah, that could be that they decided then, or that could be also that someone put up the wrong graphic. I mean, no. It's, it was Completely a very changed. specific round. Um, I would like, like to point out that every single show that we that you guys have gone to me for with with me that I got the tickets for for free were from my friend who works in social media for NXT, and he has told me many times of people putting up the wrong graphic. Well, and I, it wasn't a graphic. Line, they line, typed it out a tweet and tagged all the performers in it, and and some of the yeah, performers and, yeah, retweeted here's the thing. it. And, here's the thing about tweets and Instagram posts: they can be made in advance. And then they can be sent at yeah, a specific time. We also they have multiple it. reports that there was a change backstage. We have Meltzer, we have Alvarez, we have Oh, Meltzer. Dave Meltzer, the guy who yes, never right. everybody so, is saying. So right, this is this is the bit. I get, all the evidence. All right, all right, all right, all right. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing, and we're gonna have to start taking control of this. AJ, I get it. You just disrupted everything, and that's fine. I understand fully. You might be right. You might be right. Maybe you're right. Maybe they it's, not scheduled... that I, it's not that I'm disrupting anything. It's the fact that everybody thinks that they know everything and they don't know shit. Well, it's not that nobody knows shit. There are people well, that know things. But when WWE no. says yeah. it, Alvarez says it, Meltzer says it. When when all of these when things come together, when did WWE say it other than taking a post down that could have been a wrong post by the wrong person? But okay, so so you're saying that. Alver so Meltzer and Alvarez said, then WWE did it, then they took it down, then things changed. Right, like, we're, we're gonna do it fits. again. We're gonna do it again. It's, we're gonna get into the right. woods. Let's let's stop. We're getting in the woods for the sake of getting in the woods. And it's just I, I get it. AJ, maybe you're right. I get it. It's all about being right. Let's just move on. 
It's not about being right no, at is. all. It's it the is. fact that everybody thinks that they know every guy. Hey, AJ, nobody they thinks they know everything. No one has said that ever. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody that thinks that somewhere in the world. Nobody here has said that. You might be right. Maybe somebody misscheduled a post. Who cares? It appears. The overwhelming okay. majority of wait, evidence wait, 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 appears. Can appears. I settle this? What? Can I settle this? What? Um, Cage Side Seats posted the official SmackDown preview the day before SmackDown. It says, if you've forgotten and who would blame you if you had Asuka's SmackDown Women's Champion tonight, they will decide who faces at WrestleMania Fatal 4-Way match consisting of Naomi, right. Carmella, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose. Right. Again, uh, the winner okay. faces Asuka at WrestleMania. We're, we're, who knows? Who knows? Maybe they decided 24 hours earlier and somebody still just forgot to delete a tweet, right? Like, that's possible. No, but it's, but that, it's, was, that was from the website. I, I understand. They, but it, they what I'm saying is it's the preview okay. of the show. Every, every even, if that, even if that's the, that's the case. Like that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad that they did it this way. No, nobody again. We're saying that we're things saying can change. Bad. We're just saying they you did literally, it. Brandon. You literally came on here oh, and said sakes. that it was pointless, guys. That 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 Charlotte's the champion. You literally said that at the beginning of the show, guys. I, no, I said I said that. I didn't say that them changing the match or whatever. I'm just, we're just saying they changed it. I'm not saying it's bad that they changed it. I, mean, you I don't like that. I don't like who won. If if Oscar would have won by DQ or something, it would have been fine. Uh, there's two things. One, my, the point that that stands is that they, it, I think, without any, there is literally nothing that would suggest they had a plan for this as of, say, Sunday, right? Okay. So if that's the fine. if that's the case, then it's probably true that they might not know the plan yet for what they're going to do at WrestleMania, and that's fine. As I've said before, oftentimes they do their best work when they're flying by the seat of their pants. It's regularly the case that when they're in scramble mode, they do their best work. But it's clear this particular element of this was part of the scramble mode. That might work with Aaron's theory that somebody sitting around in a meeting last week said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if our final shot of WrestleMania was all four of them out there holding up belts? That might be it. It might have nothing to do with Vince McMahon. It might just literally be that came up in a meeting. Wouldn't that be a cool way to end WrestleMania? Wouldn't that be a great money shot? Yeah, that would be a tremendous money shot. We got to do two things in order to make that happen. It might mean nothing more than that. It might mean very clearly that they want to take care of putting together the women's belts at this point. This is where, AJ, you're right. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know exactly what's going on here. And there's a lot of people that are trying to. And part of the reason why we don't know is because it's clear they didn't know. They didn't have this plan in place as of Sunday of this week. So they might not know still exactly how it's all going to be flushed out in the end. That doesn't mean they can't make it work. I think a lot of us are disappointed because we really like Asuka. And while you can say she'll just get the belt back on Tuesday night, she's still losing the opportunity to have a significant match at WrestleMania. You can't. Yeah, that does suck. I mean, it sucks. And Asuka's great. And so that sucks. And I'm going to choose to be bummed about that. In the same way that I'm choosing to be bummed that they've fucked over Shinsuke Nakamura for a year. And he's incredible. And he doesn't deserve that. But it doesn't mean that we're not going to watch WrestleMania. It doesn't mean that it's the end of the world for the women's division. And it could lead to something cool in the process. We'll see where it goes. Let's talk and about I know that everyone disagrees and it's all jacked up, but if they add her to the match, I'm 100% fine with that. I agree, too. I, I, don't, I wouldn't scream about them adding Asuka to the match because I like Asuka, right? Like I, I probably would be inclined to say, you've gone so far with this setup. I don't know if now's the time to make that move. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is the first women's main event of WrestleMania. Asuka is the first women's Royal Rumble winner. Asuka was, is a SmackDown Live women's champion, former. She just lost the belt to Charlotte Flair, who is the GOAT, but also it was a fantastic match, and Asuka almost won a couple times. So there's more than enough ways 
that you could put I her mean, in. There. Of course, it's actually more of a natural fit for Oscar to be in this match. You don't have to do as much work as you had to do to get Charlotte in the match. I I don't disagree with any of that. And there's no no is one. There, what do you mean? Is there any chance this t- turns the crowd if they do? Turns the crowd to what? To Oscar. Over, Over Becky, Becky? now? No, I don't no. think so. I don't think so. Um, Becky Lynch still I mean, we've got the we've got a recency bias to people getting fucked over, right? Sometimes. No, I hear like, you. I, I just, we, but, we've but, all but been putting Oscar in the match. Up. Putting Oscar in the match would also be further more fucking over Becky. Yeah, I mean, except, that part except is now it looks like redemption for Oscar. Yeah, but it's still of, fucking over Becky, which is oh, everybody. Everybody wants Becky. If Becky doesn't win this match, then the fans are going to just shit on the whole show. So, well, she's she winning. I mean, I, I think, I think no matter what happens, I just, I just wonder, like you know, the butterfly effect. Uh, one little tiny little thing that they did that they don't yeah, think like has how, an impact. Exactly, like um, uh, Mustafa Ali getting a concussion. Now we're going to have Crap. our first ever black WWE champion. Crap! Total um, butterfly effect. Like, That's like great. Roman Reigns beating uh, leukemia. All right. Um, Roman Reigns beating leukemia is right. definitely the butterfly. Effect. I mean, this is the way it works. All right. So quickly, let's talk about the gauntlet match. Let's talk about the whole thing. Um, I, look, the match again. What they did, and and particularly, obviously, the thing with the Usos was unbelievable. Yes. Like that, unbelievable. Was perfectly booked all the way around. Yes, that was wonderful. The whole thing was wonderful. It, it'll be even better booked if they get punished for it. I like that they forfeited. I thought they were going to do a finger poke of doom spot, and I was going to pop. Me too. Yeah, but I think it'll be even better. It'll be even better booking if they get punished for this. You oh, know, they, if they have to defend their title against sixteen teams or something. Yeah, they're, they're probably gonna have to defend their title in the Andre the Giant Battle Royals. Yeah, they're gonna have to defend <laughs> against uh, uh, Michael Chain. Call him Joseph and Michael right. Chain, new tag champs. Um, <laughs> oh, we gotta talk about that. The whole thing. The whole thing. It comes off really well. It's great TV. It's great theater. You get a great moment. Um, you know, is it is it weird that sort of the match that got them there didn't even involve Kofi? I don't know. The new day is Kofi. Like, I fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like it, it's, it's it's a little strange, especially like you know they did all. Did Kofi say a word through that whole show? No, he didn't. Yeah. I mean, like, like that that would be the one thing. I, I don't think it's a bad thing, but it's it, it's a very conscious decision. I don't. I think I think because of how week. they did it. I think because of how they did it. That it was actually perfect that he didn't say anything because his brothers had to be the one that got him in the match. So they put all of the weight on their back and they took all of the burden as well. It's also part of the story. You know, Vince saying, you guys are a Hall of Fame tag team, but you're a B-plus player. It's something that Vince is going to bring up uh, next week. Which, uh, actually, I I have a question for you guys. It's not a loaded question. I don't really have an opinion on it. Should Kofi come out to the New Day theme or his theme at WrestleMania? I saw you tweet about that. I mean, I... New Day. He's coming out with the new day. He right. Come out with the new day. Too. Right. Yeah, I think so too. Now, I, I think I think there's a storyline point you could do where you know he says, "You guys got me here. Like I need to do that. This. this is about me now." Type thing where it would make that, sense to do. That. I don't think it I makes any sense for the new day not to be around the ring when you know Rowan's going to. Well, be I would argue if you want to have that happen, you have them walk down to the ring with him, and then he says, "Let me do this." Right. Like I yeah, would argue I, it that I, way because I, I do think you're right. That's the the face thing to do is to say, "I'm doing this on my own." Um, but I, but I, there's a seven foot psychopath <laughs> on the other corner. There is so also that. Not gonna do there it. is also that. Yes. I, I have an opinion about this. We'll save for another time. Cause I don't want to start another fight, but I, I tend to agree with Aaron that, well, I guess you weren't taking a stance, but I have a feeling about, uh, 
member of a group being a, a, a world champion. But wait, what? Say that what? another time. No, no, no. no let's mean, talk well, about it. You're rolling that we out. We don't have that much to talk about for Raw. So yeah. let's just talk I, about yeah, it. I mean, I sort of, I mean, I sort of agree that it cheapens him to be part of this group and to be wearing the same tights as other people what? and to be to have the same music. As a, as a, was this unprecedented? When when have they ever done this? Have you ever heard of the NWO or the but Hogan, Hogan had different like, music. That was their, but that Evolution was, or the Shield? but that was his music. You know what I mean? The Shield. The, but the, what's Legacy? the Shield have to do with it? Was was Roman Reigns the world champion? The core, in the, shield? the straight edge society. Sucks. Like, what are you talking like, about? Like, a second. Hang on. Did you say the core sucks? Because I got a real problem with that. We can actually no, fight about that one. That one I will No, I mean, I just about. mean, like, who was a world champion that was part of a, like, like if, you, if you look at, like, the heart. And, Triple H and Randy Orton and Batista in Evolution? Though, the, well, first of all, Batista was that. I mean, but they all came out to their own theme when they won the titles. They yes, didn't come out to the Evolution they did. theme. They, oh, okay. they had their separate themes. Um, and also, okay, Triple H and DX Kofi came had, out to his separate. Kofi hasn't had a separate theme in five years. Well, and that's no, that's no, 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 the other that, side. That's the point we're making. Like maybe he should have one. Maybe he should have different tights. Maybe, maybe he, he should have. have maybe maybe he shouldn't because he's a Jamaican that's actually Ghanaian. So I don't know if you heard that. Racist <laughs> when he comes out to fucking reggae music and he's from Ghana. Kofi, I'm not saying that. I thought you were Jamaican. Maybe he should have new music. Maybe he should have a new identity if he's going to be the world champion. Why? I think. I, I just I, I, I think will actually a, a, it, it feels like he's a part of a team. I can't believe know? I'm doing this. I'm gonna line up with AJ on this one. Um, yeah. th- I, Do you I, realize the shield is a thing that happened? But yeah, but what, what was Roman title. Reigns the world champion in right. the shield? Typically, Not I, really. I, I no, get your but point. He was the, there was a U.S. champion and two tag team no, champions. No, no, but, I'm talking world champion. Those 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 titles aren't even close to the same. I I understand magnitude. what you're saying. I let me point make this point. This is we're all, specifically part of this storyline is the uniqueness of Kofi's character, and I think that you keep that in play. The the this conversation, this B plus player thing, it's all about this wasn't supposed to happen. I don't think that you're looking to say to separate Kofi in some way and say he's the face of the company and he's the guy and he's the. I think that part of what makes this work is Kofi Kingston's not supposed to be the guy fighting for a world title at WrestleMania. Because That's fair. I, and, and so that would be yeah. where I would say it's very different, is that in uniquely in the storyline, I, I think this is the way it's supposed to be. He's not supposed it's to just be. So when they announce him and they say New Day member, I think like Road Warrior Hawk or, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's I, just like. I, I'll tell you, I don't. Also, uh, DX. Yeah, I mean, but I, yeah, but they came out to their own music when they fought solo matches. He is, he's right about that. Yeah, Brandon's right about that. And I don't think, again, I think that both can be relevant points, but I do think that uniquely in this circumstance, you can say... But they say, also, quick question, they, they came out to their own music when they fought solo matches, right? You said that. Not every solo match, but yes, most of them. Most of them. Okay, when was the last time in any solo match Kofi Kingston came out to his own music? I'm not saying he did. I'm right, no, what my, we're talking my, about whether he should. That's or my not. point. My point is you're you're basing something off of off of th- something that doesn't relate. Like I mean, this, this is a very people, unique situation. All of those people, yes. all of those people came out to their own music in a bunch of singles matches many times. I, not I just when they were world po- champion. I, I guess my point is this: we're conditioned, and, and it's okay to change the condition. I think it's it's a good thing. But we are conditioned to look at tag team guys as tag team guys. 
and we're conditioned to look at solo performers as solo performers. And I think when you have a world title match and the introduction is saying New Day member Kofi Kingston, it to me, as a longtime wrestling fan, it sounds like Road Warrior Hawk. I, and that's just the way I've been conditioned as I a wrestling fan. I understand why that, you go to Road Warrior Hawk. That's just so old. Because it's someone so that it's other... like completely unrealistic to win the title, I guess I'm saying. I'm conditioned but, but, to believe but isn't that, the point? that that is... Like, that's the point. That's the whole storyline. It's completely unrealistic okay. that Kofi Kingston's here. Like, in, in a way, right. and I'm, I don't want to keep bringing up Road Warrior Hawk, but, like, that is kind of what they're saying, is, like, this is a guy, and I've agreed with AJ that he's very deserving of it. He's, very des- he's an incredible performer. But the truth is his character hasn't been at this level. His character... And also, I can say this as a Kofi Kingston mark, if it wasn't for the New Day right. in the past five yes. years of No, the you're New 100% day, right. Kofi right. Kingston would not have ever got this shot. Yeah. But that's like saying if it wasn't for the Rockers, Shawn Michaels wouldn't have been over. You know what I mean? Like, I, but but yes, you're right. I, I don't uh, think that those two are even related. Honestly, it's 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 interesting though. I I mean, I guess the question. This is as you said, a very unique story. In any other situation, I would actually kind of be banging my head. That was like, wait a second, this is not the correct way to be. But you know, Kofi didn't get himself into the match. Kofi's not doing most of the talking like the everybody else is doing this stuff and i would be saying this is wrong but this is so unique that this is more than kofi's title right it almost is the new day's title right, it is, right. that's why the new day is going to come out with him right yeah i i i do i i think that's all very important in this type of thing all right we got to get a break and we'll get a a, a short raw segment in because we'll have david star to come um i don't even know what we're talking about from raw is there, do we need to cover anything else from smackdown was there anything else that happened that we have to get a word in on really quick nope uh, Not really. Oh, the Miz and Shane McMahon are doing a Falls Count Anywhere match because Lord knows you couldn't have done that technically in the ring. That would have been a disaster. So, well, yeah, yeah, Shane's going to jump off of something. Yes, correct. That's that makes all the sense in the world. All right, uh, we'll come back in. We'll talk Raw next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Brandon, and he's the main event. AJ Francis. This is jobbing out. If trying something new was a bad idea, many of us would still be wearing polyester. This message is brought to you by Glory Days Grill. You may know us for our great burgers and wings, but Glory Days Pros. Mix it up with the fresh cedar plank salmon, cut in-house and grilled to perfection. Or sizzling and juicy steaks, meaty ribs, we have handcrafted salads and sandwiches by our talented chefs. Change tastes good, we promise. Experience the Glory Days Grill menu in all its glory. Glory Days Grill, great food. Good sports. Um. Great fucking show. Sad that it's over. Well, you're right about that. It's a fucking ten of a TV show. Um, Titus Andromedon is, is the m- most underrated m- character in the history maybe, of television. Maybe I don't necessarily disagree with that either. I don't like agreeing with you, but yes, you're probably right about that too. I actually used a line from his Lemonade parody when I was calling a basketball game earlier this season because I'm such a nerdy fan of the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, Brandon Linton from Rand's Head Live, and of course... The main event. AJ Francis. All right, um, let's talk some Raw this week. Uh, Obviously, unlike SmackDown where everything was very important, it was another kind of push-forward week on Raw. Um... Um, one thing that this happened on Raw this week that was released, we've all been under the impression that there's no way Kofi and Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch all win their match. It, it's, it's looking like Seth Rollins 
is going to win the match. Like, like well, as well, of much course, as we all Becky, get to get in the ring. As right, much as right. Becky Lynch is over as a babyface, as much as Kofi Kingston is over as a babyface, Seth Rollins, because of who he's facing, the heel he's facing, might realistically be the most over. I, I'll agree with the, the most vitriol towards anyone is the vitriol towards Brock Lesnar. Like that, that part I completely agree with. Um, now I still we, the stuff that we talked about last week is still relevant, right? Like that when you made this original plan, you weren't necessarily planning on Roman Reigns being back in the picture. So how does that change things? There's still a ton of conversation about whether or not Brock Lesnar, Daniel Cormier is going to happen. Um, now there's talk about John Jane, Steve, John Jones, Steve Miocic, and it's been did, thrown. Did, around. did you see Cormier's tweet last week? Which one? He's he's going to get in the ring and cost Lesnar in the match so they can have the fight. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. What I mean, obviously that's not going to happen, right? But I, but I I still don't know. Like, I don't. This is where we don't know enough. And I think one of the dangers is a year ago we were so convinced that Brock was going to be gone. Oh, you don't know enough. Oh, that's interesting. Right? When you don't know, you don't know. Um, and we don't know. I think that we're all worked under an assumption not knowing what was going on with Brock Lesnar. And I think it's a very similar thing this year. And I'll say the same thing. about I don't think that we all know as much as we believe we know in any of these. I, I, I'll bring something up, right? You remember we were all talking about why it is they moved Money in the Bank? And we threw a bunch of scenarios around as to why they might have moved Money in the Bank. Like, Aaron, I know you like the idea of it being sort of the start of a new year and... We talked about maybe having the, the briefcase and play more often. I, I can't say who, but someone said, hey, don't forget for a second that it's also possible that someone's deal might have been extended by one pay-per-view. And mm. that's something that I had never considered before. And Wait, what? Wait, what are we? What? Are we, what? It, Can you sp- again, we all don't know the reason why Money in the Bank was moved up a, ma- a month. It could be anything. It could be a permanent thing. It could be like we don't know. There was no reason given. We just you mean sh- Ambrose. We don't know if it's Ambrose. I was told like it could be Rhonda. It could be that they're not going to do a new deal with somebody. Oh, I see what you're saying. Someone's deal was. I thought you meant you knew who. I don't know. No, 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 I was someone. I was told by somebody in the business. Hey, look, everybody's got their theories, but one of the things that we're talking about is. It's totally possible that somebody that you think is going away after WrestleMania might still be going away after WrestleMania, but they're really going away a month with the after, briefcase or, or a month after WrestleMania. You know, like that they want one more, huh. and Money in the Bank is a more significant pay per view. Hold than, on, when is the Money in the Bank now? It's, it's in, in May. It's the second pay per view instead of the right. third. You know, it would be you know it would be kind of cool if someone did win the briefcase and disappear for. Uh, and I don't even know if it's that as much as it's they want one more blow-off match afterwards, right? Like, and I'm not telling you that I know something because, again, I'm going to make this very clear. This I can't tell you I know. I don't know this. It was something that was given to me by somebody who knows things. And it's interesting because we've all worked under the assumption that we know certain things. And, and AJ, to your point, to your everything you keep saying, we don't. We thought we knew a year ago that Brock Lesnar was leaving after WrestleMania, and he wasn't. But it doesn't always mean that they do new contracts with wrestlers. Sometimes they just work under the agreement of, hey, we're going to have you make two more appearances between now and when you leave. Yeah, um, is it um, Ziggler that recently said he's on a handshake deal? Yeah, right. So there's some things like that exist in the WWE. So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what's happening. With just Brock. not with Fox, right? 
I, I, I don't, I know things. <laughs> I'm gonna go back for a millionth time. There's things I know. There's things I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Brock Lesnar. I don't. I don't know what's going on. Neither do you. We don't know what's going on exactly with all these circumstances. Just so, just so we're clear, you also don't know what's going on with Fox. I don't know continue. all of the details. No, you're right. And never did I say that I did. All of this comes back to what you brought up about Seth Rollins. I, I am still not convinced that all three of these things are occurring at WrestleMania. Me too. Yeah, I don't think they are either. I, honestly, I'm at the point now where I think Kofi might not win. I, I, they can't. They can't go down this road and have Kofi lose. Why? Like I, yeah. I, I think there's something to be said for it. I still think the easiest thing to do is have Kofi win at WrestleMania and lose on Tuesday night. I still think that's the easiest thing for all of this. You get your moment at WrestleMania, and then you sort of, you know, go back to what you wanted to do after that. But I, I will say this: I don't think Kofi can lose clean. I think he can lose, and I think yeah. there should be some shenan- major shenanigans involved, whether it's. Uh, the un- unthinkable, which I won't say out loud because I don't New want it to New day happen. breaking up? Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to... Well, you said it, so... I but, said it, right. So wh- whether it's that... I'm not going to is- lie to you one bit. If the New Day breaks up at WrestleMania and costs Kofi Kingston the match, I will leave WrestleMania. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like in the I'm, middle Here's, here's the why. They, they've, they've gone too far down the racial aspect, I think, to make Kofi lose. But then again, I said that with Booker T, so who knows? <laughs> There's a have lot. They, I mean, have they made it super racial? I, I I think I don't I don't feel the same way that you do about that. But I yeah, I don't. In general, yeah. I think they're way better off having Kofi win the title at WrestleMania. I just do. I think that that's a moment that needs to happen and it should happen. But we keep all coming back to a month ago. All three things were going to occur. I think as we get closer, we're all kind of having enough seeds of doubt that have been sown in about exactly how this all is going to play out. And I, I'm. I'm with you that it makes sense. Seth Rollins is way over. Brock Lesnar is despised by WWE fans at the moment. Despised is the correct term. We, yep. We think that Brock Lesnar's going away, right? Like we think that there might be a UFC fight coming up, but we don't we thought know that, that for a year, right? Like we 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 thought this last WrestleMania. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing to go into WrestleMania not knowing. It's a it's a great thing to go into WrestleMania not knowing. And if um, it all of it happens, fine. Hey, can we talk about the fact that um, for the last couple years, all I've heard was Roman Reigns fucking sucks, and the reason he sucks is because we know he's going to win the big matches. Oh, he always he's going to win. He's going to win. He's going to win at WrestleMania, and he lost at WrestleMania last year. And then the years he did win at WrestleMania, like when he faced Triple H. Oh, we know he's going to win. That's what makes it suck. You know, Becky's going to win the match. Does that make this WrestleMania suck? I, I'm not 100. percent I mean, I, so I think she's going to win. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not as. <laughs> I, this conversation that I had this past week was really eye-opening. Like, I, the illusion that was given to me was that pay more attention to Ronda. Pay more attention to she absolutely could have decided to leave. Like, it can be 100% accurate, every single report that she's deciding to leave. That doesn't mean it has to happen at WrestleMania. Right. And it could one... Yeah, but he, she can lose to Becky and then have her rematch. And that could be it as well. That could also still be the case, right? I will like, tell you this. If she gets pinned in this match, it's a giant mistake. Ronda? She should not be pinned in this match. Ronda should be pinned one-on-one by someone. The way, the way they're setting it up, though, with with all of the, you know, the talk of basically the bad-mouthing wrestling as a whole, pu- putting her as the outsider... Having her having a wrestler beat a non-wrestler in this case, like it fits. But it's garbage in a three-way match. I, Whenever she's undefeated, 
you've got to give the rub to someone. I, I understand I mean, what you're saying, but I also don't know if you know for certain what you have. And th- again, it all comes back to this lack of knowledge that we have. Right, if she's gone, right, right. and they have to pin her or if, whatever. If, right, if you, if she's gone, as as we talked about, like you don't know that she's going to be back in a year. Like there's so much unknown if she walks away about how this whole thing plays out. Right, like she could decide if that once she you know has a kid that she loves fighting again, and that's what she wants to go and do. Well, if, she has a three year contract, so she could retire. Right, but. I think it gets messy if she, I mean, I don't know what's, do you think, we don't know what's in her contract. It could be in her contract that she can go to the UFC or whatever, you know, I'm sure it is, right? Like, but I think it gets a little messy if she just decides she's going to do this or that. I don't, I mean, I don't really know. I mean, we know she has a three-year deal. That's all we know. We don't really know the details of that, right? Correct. And we also don't know if she just might decide that she wants to not do anything. You know what I mean? Like she. Well, right. That's what I mean. She she can retire. Right. But I, I think. Or, Maybe the options are a little bit limited, you know. Yeah, contracts I, do I, mean right. things. I don't know this, but I don't know the specifics of them, right? Like it might very right, well be that right. the WWE, we don't. The WWE she, had she, to I mean, put she, in. She a, could get a total sweetheart deal. She was a huge superstar. Correct, and you it know, might be that she they could have gotten re- every out that there is. By the way, they were willing to renegotiate with Brock Lesnar too, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it might be yeah. that in order to get her back, they say, "Hey, that original deal we agreed to, mm, we might want to consider that again." You know what I mean? Like all of those things are on the table. So I, I think we keep coming back to it's good that we have this doubt. It's good that we're sitting here two weeks before WrestleMania, a week and a half before WrestleMania, and we have some amount of doubt that we know. We all, again, oh, I'm assuming that betting favorites are all still Becky, Kofi, and Seth, right? Like Seth is by far the lowest of the three, though. He's the closest to... Even. Yeah, he's he's like minus... 200 or something like right. that while the others right. are minus but still they're, they're all three betting favorites they're all three betting favorites and everybody's working the assumption they're all going to go over but it's good that we've got enough that means they've done their job by planting doubt in our minds that we're all sitting here having this conversation that's evidence that they've done their job and they've sold well um all things being equal whatever complaints you have about little things they've done a good job of putting in this place where we're all sitting here saying, mm, you know, th- this could happen, this could happen, this could happen. We don't know with certainty. Right. What else from Raw do we need to cover? Michael, I do Faye, love Colin how- oh, yeah. and the Andre the yeah, Giant right. Battle Royal. Yeah, I, <laughs> cool. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say about it. Like, if you're not, if you're not all in on the Andre the Giant Battle Royal now, fuck you. I know. I, you I know can't what? wait. Here's, here's the thing. It, it's perfect for as, as long as they're, you know. They're saying this is worthless. This is just pure entertainment. So do that. Right, but that means that it's bullshit. That's they had already part. done that when they put Shaq in it. I yeah, well, exactly. So just em- that's why I'm saying embrace it if you're going but to do it that. Can, it can both be that and still be bullshit that that's what Braun Strowman's doing at WrestleMania. Well, that's true. Yes. Like I mean, they, it could, both things can be true. There can be nothing wrong with having an entertaining, fun thing at WrestleMania, and then me say that's not what Braun Strowman should be doing at WrestleMania. Can I say this though? Like one devil's advocate to that: if we're playing the long game with Braun here, which I think they are. And and this means like he's gonna go wreck Saturday Night Live on Saturday. He's gonna get a way bigger rub than he would if he fought Drew McIntyre or something. I mean, I hope from, from I, this. I hope. I hope you're right. I really do. I mean, if if this makes him a mainstream name yeah. or, 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 or 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 helps to lead to that. Right, but you know, where like is, people like, that watch Saturday Night Live are like, Who is I used to like to watch wrestling, who's this big fucker? You I, know I what I mean? You, and the big show and they showed make up. It, the big Funny. show showed up when The Rock was on SNL. You know, like the, it's, right. it's the, the, I keep going back to the big show because it's the easiest comparison. Like that, that's happened before and didn't turn into like a huge moment for them. Like, I, I hope, I it's hope you're right. The big show. I mean, all those people that you just named are Hall of Famers. Like, and right now Braun's not really well, the, there. You know, I mean, I guess he's 
almost there. But, but like but that was my point a week ago. There's nothing wrong with being the big show. If that's what ultimately ends up happening with Braun Strowman, yeah. that's a great career. God bless you. It's just in the context of what we thought we were looking at a year ago. A yeah, year ago, true. we thought he was a face of the company type. I just still th- I think they have lots of time on this guy. I, and I, and if if they can get this mainstream attention from him, I mean, I think that's a win because you. I mean, you've got everything else plugged in. He wasn't going to win the title. You, you know what I mean? Like he's going to fight Drew McIntyre. Like who cares? You know what I mean? Like well, it, the, I, I mean, the situation is it's I the totally best what they could that. do under these circumstances. Yes. but he probably shouldn't have been in these circumstances. Is sure, the but it's, I, it's an embarrassment of riches. There's too many people to do too many things at this point. Uh, it's Roman Reigns' fault for beating leukemia. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Roman should have died. <laughs> Then everybody would be happy because they could finally. If Roman Reigns would have died from leukemia, he'd have got booed at his funeral by all you. Who, who am I gonna fuck over when I serve? And drive. Uh, right. right. Way to go, I don't know asshole! They already got in line to take your job. Sean Creedle is so mad that you're not dead. You have no idea how mad Sean Creedle is. <laughs> he was eyeing that fourth mic for years. All right, uh, uh, AJ, get your plugs in. Uh, yeah. So. I will. Oh, I just got uh, good news. I will be on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network uh, the Friday of before WrestleMania to preview WrestleMania as well as talk about myself as the SCW champion. And uh, Bay will be with me on set. Um, she will be on camera with me. I will go with Bay wherever I go. Um, I am having another open challenge for the SCW heavyweight title at uh our show 419 which is obviously the day before 420 it's going to be a good show um there's going to be a number one contender battle royal there's a femme fatale four-way match including former jobbing out guest casey lennox oh um, ooh, oh my god <laughs> you are Glenn speaking got my language right now what how the fuck am i just hearing about this my <laughs> god i wanted that genuine reaction do you know how many hours i have lost because of casey lennox in my life do you have any clue how much well, of my year has been you should come down to orlando I, on 419 you'll I, see her in the flesh you have no idea how things might have just changed in my world you have no idea ah all right go ahead sorry Sorry. Uh, yeah, but you can find out all more information um, for my music, wrestling, and everything on all my social media at AJ Francis 410. Once again, all my social media Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitch, PlayStation, Xbox is at AJ Francis 410. All right, very good. When we come back in. David Starr joins us for a really fascinating chat about a huge topic in pro wrestling. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Brandon. And he's the main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Maryland, it's the craziest time of year for college basketball. So don't miss a minute of the madness. Fridays through Sundays in March, watch your favorite teams compete for a spot in the championship on 74 feet of HD LED screens in the Sportsbook and Sports Bar at Laurel Park. With food and drink specials during games and thrilling live thoroughbred racing Friday through Sunday, there's no better place to indulge in the madness. Visit Facebook.com slash Laurel Park for details. We'll see you there. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. Well, Aaron, um, our next guest, we were actually, you know, how, how rare is this? We just had a lengthy conversation about this guy a week ago. He has certainly been making some headlines of late in the world of wrestling. You have seen him literally everywhere uh, during the course of his career, and you're going to be seeing him 
all throughout WrestleMania weekend, whatever you're going up to New York to go to, he'll he's appearing on just about every show, I think, the entire weekend. It's a pleasure to welcome David Starr into Jiving Out. David, it's Glenn and Aaron. It's great to talk to you, man. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us. Oh, I appreciate it, Glenn and Aaron. I'm uh, just walking down a busy street in my home area now. My, <laughs> I, it's, uh, I'm not supposed to say. My girlfriend got mad at me. Uh, one time for staying in the city in which we live in. But, uh, Why? So, I mean, because well, sometimes uh, fans can be a little wild. Oh, okay. All uh, right. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Right, Hold yeah. on, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn. You said the great David Starr. We need to do this properly if we mm. are going to have David Starr oh, on this show. Okay, go ahead. So, <clears throat> Here we go. he is the cream in your coffee, your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler, the Jewish canon, the physical embodiment of charisma, the Bernie Sanders of professional wrestling, the most entertaining man in professional wrestling, Mr. American Rana, Davey Wrestling, the 104-minute man, the main event, he's really good at Twitter, the king of taunts, the product, David Starr. Jesus. Okay. Well, so, you forgot one nickname, <laughs> which sounds ridiculous for me to say that. Um, and so, okay, so I know exactly the version. That was the first version of, like, when I first came up with the order for my uh, nickname list. That was the first version. So, basically, what I've done now <laughs> is I've added, uh, I've added the best of the best. <laughs> in between uh so the after i won ccw's best of the best i added that uh that that goes right after um it's right after the bernie sanders of professional wrestling and that now bernie sanders goes after the most entertaining man in professional wrestling Shoo. Mm. so there you uh, go. All right, Aaron, try it I again. I had to memorize it myself. <laughs> yeah, you can do it one more time. Take two. Oh, we do. We doing this all yeah, over did, again. Were all you right. taking notes? <laughs> try it again. Did you well, take? Yeah. What do you? What okay. Do you yeah. Okay. okay. All right. All right. What, you yeah. Right. Away, you know? He is the cream in your coffee. Your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. The Jewish canon. The physical embodiment of charisma. The most entertaining man in professional wrestling. The Bernie Sanders of professional wrestling. The best of the best. Mister American Rana. Davey Wrestling, the 104-minute man, the main event, he's really good at Twitter, the king of taunts, the product, David Starr. It's not bad. That's Boom. not, that's not bad, that. man. Well done. Well freaking yeah, done, nice. dude. Uh, all right, so, like, anything going on in your world, or it's just basically been, like, pretty quiet of late, nothing really happening, like, nothing really that's for us really to... That's really the thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, it's just been really, really bland, mundane here. Uh... Nothing's been getting people. Nothing's been doing anything to stir the pot, or yeah, you know, it's just kind of been just usual standard right. stuff. So I know this is gonna be a little bit um, like cut. Look, I get it. There's things about this you probably can and can't talk about. So we're gonna do our best here, and that's the way it's gonna go. Everybody knows. Everybody's familiar because the story blew up. You cut this promo, which was unbelievable. My God, what a promo it was. Um, the promo gets pulled, you send up a tweet, you explain, hey, look, I ain't apologizing for anything. You know, I'm doing what I got to do. It's the way that it is. And the world melts down. Like, did you have a moment when you posted it? Did you know, like, 
dude, I'm going to be dealing with this for a little bit. Or did you think it was just, hey, look, I sent out a promo. It's cool. Maybe somebody recognizes it, but it's not going to be that big of a deal. <laughs> so, um, first of all, before anything, uh, I have to give a lot of credit to James Musselwhite, uh, who produced the promo, edited it, filmed it. Uh, and James Musselwhite is one of the best photographers, videographers, um, period. He's, he's most of his, I mean, his bread and butter isn't from pro wrestling either. So like, he's like a real life, awesome, amazing photographer who does like seminars for other photographers. Like he's unreal. So one first shout out to James Musselwhite. Um, but I kind of, so when I found out that the match was going to be for the ring of honor title was, I was literally, uh, I was, I was out in Liverpool after a show with a couple of friends. Uh, and I just went on my phone and I saw, I got I'm getting tagged in a bunch of tweets and talking about the fact that this match was happening for the ring of honor title. And I'd already known I was wrestling lethal, but I didn't know it was going to be for the title. And then all of a sudden that just dropped. Um, and it's not like ring of honor tagged me in their tweets, which, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't think they were, I, I, you know, for whatever reason, they decided that they didn't want to tag me in their tweets, but they included me on the picture that they posted. Whatever. Uh, so I saw all this, and I looked over at my friend, uh, who's uh, he's a Jewish friend of mine, and I said, I'm going to say something about this. And, it, and I, I remember I said, I was like, I'm going to say something about this, and I think uh, it might get some people talking. Yeah. That was and then... <laughs> And then I told, <laughs> and Dang. then I told, and he was like, "Okay, like, what do you want to say?" And I said, "Well, I don't think that I can speak about the things that I speak about and ignore the elephant in the room, right? You mm-hmm. know, with with Sinclair Broadcasting being uh, what they are, and with uh, obviously the government of Israel doing what the government of Israel does. So um, obviously, it's very delicate, and I and like my dad." is very, 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 like, everything pro-Israel and stuff, so I knew it would be touchy with him because we've gotten in heated discussions about it. Um, and obviously, I knew that with doing this, saying what I felt needed to be said, that I wouldn't probably ever work for Ring of Honor. <laughs> 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 but I wasn't, I wasn't really concerned with that because uh, I never, ever want to receive a paycheck from uh, that corporation. Um, mm-hmm. So I was pretty, I, that didn't really bother me, that idea. As much as like, I tried to, initially I wanted to distinguish the difference between the wrestling company and the corporation that owns it. But it's hard to do that. Because right. I love and appreciate and respect the history that Ring of Honor Wrestling is. But obviously I can't uh, stay silent in front uh, like when Sinclair had given me this platform essentially. And I just wanted to use that platform, which was much, which is much larger than mine to, you know, just call them what they are, uh, which, you know, it is what it is. I had to take it down and stuff cause they got a little upset for being identified for what they are. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I guess that's, <laughs> I guess that's that, uh, it, it was just kind of something I felt that I had to do. 
did, did you have any concern that it might affect the match, or did that go into your thought process at all as you were putting it together? Yes. Hmm. Um, and actually, like, my girlfriend was very nervous about it as well, uh, just because, you know, she's concerned with the fact that, you know, it would hurt me possibly in my career. She was worried that it would make me look like a troublemaker or someone that, you know, for whatever. whatever. Um, so she was like, are you sure about this? And I was like, yeah, I, I have to do it. And she fought me on it for a little bit. But then, you know, she ended, eventually she was like, listen, I got your back. I support you and stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, I was concerned. But I also, like, I didn't, I honestly didn't think that they would get upset to the point where they would have me pull the video. Um, and, I mean, but they did, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure. I'm trying to, I'm trying to yeah, yeah. my mind and say what I'm saying, but I'm also trying to think about what I shouldn't or not supposed to say, because I don't want to affect, uh, I don't want to affect IPWA, uh, in a negative way or anything, but yeah, like, I guess what I said, the statement that's there is, is what it is. Uh, did I think that it was really going to affect the match? Um, I guess, I guess in my head, there was a thought process that maybe they would pull the match. Like maybe they would just remove themselves. But on the same note, like I'm not being paid by Sinclair. Right. And I, and as far like, this is just an independent show in Israel. Like I'm being paid by the independent prom- the promotion, being paid by IPWA, which stands separate from the Israeli government. Obviously, it's not even like I've seen. I've seen some people when the match was first announced. Uh, I've seen some people try and equate it to like WWE going to Saudi Arabia, which is right. It's so absurd. Is just what a ridiculous comparison, right? Uh, <laughs> because one is a small independent company running a show in Israel. The other is a theocratic uh, dictatorial government that uh, is paying for propaganda and they're literally the government is paying for the company to be there. So insane as if like ridiculous. Okay. I don't, I, I don't even think I needed to say that to right. say how insane and ridiculous that idea is. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I thought that maybe they would pull the match, but then I also thought to myself, well, if they pull the match, then, uh, all that does is make them look bad. And then I think they did kind of the best, the next best thing, which is they had me pull the video down. Uh, <laughs> which got it so much more attention. Yeah, you know, I mean, conservatives need safe spaces too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, like, so this I is... Guess I understand it. And I, get, I know this is probably the part where you're like... I, you know, but I can't say anything. But it's for us, that was the entirety of the conversation. I was like, again, how many more? I mean, I, I don't know what the number is, but how many insanely more people saw the promo, maybe learned about David Starr, and and heard these things because they decided that the promo had to come down, right? Like, if they never do yeah. that, it it. I'm not saying that, but plenty of people were already talking about it. My word, but if they never do that, it's not the perhaps massive number of people that end up seeing it in the process. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can't really, um, who knows, but on the same note, I I just think that, uh, from a, just from the idea that you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. it was out there and the files out there. And you knew that someone 
would have saved it. Um, you know that it was, <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, but again, you know, uh, if my big thing is that if you don't like being called a far right wing corporate propaganda machine, maybe then don't maybe don't be, be a far right wing yeah. extremist corporate propaganda machine. It's a novel concept. Maybe don't defend. Yeah, you know, maybe don't defend tear guessing children uh, <laughs> who are just trying to come over here to seek asylum. Maybe don't defend locking them in cages and separating them from families. Maybe don't require your local the local news broadcast to run terror watch right just have reporting from local muslims right. maybe um you know maybe don't do any of that and then you won't get called an extreme propaganda machine <laughs> <laughs> what a concept man i mean what a, crazy what a weird, yeah weird what a weird and then, concept and then for, yeah and then for ring of honor standpoint if you don't like being associated with that then maybe don't associate yourself with that yeah i mean so yeah all all ideas yeah. Have you talked to Jay at all it, it, since you dropped the promo or even before uh, you dropped the promo? I didn't talk to anybody before. I've talked to a lot of people after, but uh, those conversations are uh, private or uh, personal. So. Of course, of course. So so I guess we wrap this by saying, so I'm assuming you're planning on walking out of, uh, of uh, Passover Bash with the Ring of Honor title, right? <laughs> I plan on leaving the Passover bash with the ring of honor world championship and bringing it back to the independent circuit where it actually belongs That's... and have and wrestling for, uh, re- having it represent what the ring of honor is supposed to represent, which was originally the top tier independent wrestling promotion with the top tier independent wrestlers. Um, and I plan on elevating that title way more than it's already been. And I also plan to um, maybe maybe bring Sinclair Broadcasting some awareness that they have a wrestling product. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, there's a lot of good that will be done when I beat Jay Lethal for the championship. And I think um, I think that if the if the powers that be are smart to the idea that things could go very well. I like it. But I like it. Uh, you know. Yeah. 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 I think we all know. <laughs> I think we all know. David Starr is with us. Um, David, what has been like as far as you know? You get this much attention, and you like. It's not like you were hurting for bookings ahead of time. But what is the good and the bad that comes from this? You referenced that, like, you, you know, your girlfriend said, "Hey, will companies think of you as a troublemaker or something like that?" Like, what's been the good and the bad outside of? the actual, hey, there's a real issue here and, and your father and the whole deal, but what's been sort of the reverberations throughout the wrestling community as far as opportunities or maybe some of the negatives that have come from it? Um, man, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I haven't really felt too many negatives from it other than, you know, like, I just know that I won't work for Ring of Honor. Yeah. Ever again. You know, like, I, I'm pretty aware of that. Um but other than that, like, I've seen, like, several, like, fans or uh, whatever. I've seen them say negative things about it. Like, they didn't want to bring politics into 
into sport or whatever, but that seems to be a ridiculous talking point, in my opinion. And it's 2019. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can you even I imagine that at this yeah, point? Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. Right? Like, could you... The people that still do that bit, the stick to sports bit, like, what what world are you living in? <laughs> like, Also, I, if you know anything about me... Yes. Like, right, right. They, they weren't your fans already, because right. that's, you, all that's people. your bitch. Yeah, could you imagine saying that to David Starr? Like, of all people on the planet. Like, come on. Yeah, man. one of my nicknames is the Bernie Sanders right. of professional. Right, right. What, what do you think is going to happen? Here? No doubt, like, dude. No. So, um, other than that, like, I haven't really gotten a lot of negative from it. Um, like, again, like, other than the handful of people that are, uh, you know, opposed to, to what I said. Uh, but even like, even like Jim Cornette uh, was talking about it and then he, he, he liked the promo and then he also wrote after that, like, yeah, but this guy loses to girls. So Ring of Honor is screwing up. By even <laughs> Cornette has to Cornette at all times. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? I, and obviously I have nothing, I have nothing but uh, respect and admiration for everything that Jim Cornette's accomplished in wrestling uh including um being one of the the worst bookers for ring of honor <laughs> in history um but yeah no you know what like i have nothing but respect for him in all in all seriousness I, it's the truth like I, I think jim Cornette's one of the best promos ever and he has he has uh, a great wrestling mind for select points of view that is and awesome. i think that a lot of his stuff is very much a gimmick i think a lot of his stuff is just to get attention and I think he does a great job of <laughs> Nobody's arguing. Nobody's yeah. arguing. Well, on, on the flip side, though, you say you haven't gotten any negative reaction. Obviously, like like Glenn said, you're not hurting for bookies. But have you heard from someone you may not have heard from before, a company or something, who now wants to book you because they've seen that promo? Yeah, a few. There's been there's been a few places I've gotten uh, some some new bookings from it. But like on the same note, it, they weren't really places that. Uh, there wasn't some interest in before or I hadn't been in contact with before. It just kind of solidified a few things. Um, a few places offered me pay raises yeah. because they knew because oh. uh, a couple places did that. And um, based on the fact that they wanted to make sure that they could, you know, keep you right. I, they, I could guarantee. Yeah. Like stuff like that. But um, I'm to be honest, uh, most of the, most of those places I kind of said like, the dates I committed to for you or the dates I committed to. I'm not really someone who likes to cancel on anybody um, really at all. Respect. I, I, uh, I think I've only canceled like maybe two, three times on, on places just, uh, and I usually, and I explain, and actually not usually I explain why. And I, I feel really bad about it when I have. Um, and usually it's not me saying, Hey, I can't do your show anymore. It's, I ask for them to release me from the commitment as opposed to me being like, Hey, let me go. Like, I'm like, Hey, if you can release me from the commitment so I can do this, like this is what this opportunity is or, or whatever. But if you say no, I'm committed to your date and I'll happily still do your date. Um, so, uh, it hasn't been anything. It's honestly, it, other than just getting a little bit more attention and I gained, like, I mean, the grand scheme of things is like nothing, but I gained like a thousand followers on Twitter. Um, and I and I got a few extra bookings, I guess. But I think that I would have got I would have gotten them anyway. Uh, really, I just it just got a lot of attention, and I'm just happy that places like Newsweek and Deadspin and uh, 
pop rocks and stuff uh, reported on it. And I'm happy that people are a little bit more aware of what Sinclair Broadcasting is. And I'm a little bit happy that people are aware that there is a, um, a tie between Ring of Honor and Sinclair Broadcasting. And maybe fans will think about that. And maybe it could just create a force for good moving forward because I don't think as much as it's great that Ring of Honor is, uh, and those wrestlers are able to be put on a national platform and those wrestlers are able to make, uh, you know, a good living, like a living on wrestling. Like it's, we've helped kind of create this wrestling middle class uh, that didn't exist within the past like seven years. And no over doubt. time it is now, yeah, they're used to just, you know, they used to just be the people at the top and yep. then the people that were starving um, that needed like a job that were stock boys or whatever yep. at grocery stores. And now we've created this idea where you can just be a middle-class wrestler. You can just be somebody who makes the money. You don't need another job and you can still pursue. And that's happened through the, the boom of independent wrestling. And hopefully maybe uh, people will recognize that maybe not all money is good money. Um, I, you know, it's an interesting thought and I know you got a lot of friends that do a lot of things and I'm sure that's something that, that they're, that a lot of those guys struggle with. I have no doubt that there are people that, you know, kind of wrap themselves around that issue uh, on a day-to-day basis, or maybe some more that should, perhaps. I don't know. Um, David, because... Well, you know... Yeah, no, go, go, no, go ahead, because I, I, it's a, I, this is I a really tough say. road, because I get that these guys all want to work, right? Like, they just want to work, and there's plenty of people that say, dude, I just want to wrestle, man. Like, I just want to wrestle. I don't want to worry about anything yeah, else. Yeah, of course. I, I don't think it's every... Like, okay, I'm not out here calling for every single person to, like, boycott Ring of Honor. Right. Like, I'm not saying that at all like uh so i don't want it to come off that way i don't want it to come off like the wrestlers that work for ring of honor or get paid by sinclair for ring of honor are like bad people or anything like that because that's not the case there are plenty of people that you know turned a blind eye to what's going on but um maybe you know maybe one or two of them can use that platform to to speak for the good for good you know maybe they could maybe they could uh I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. Cause a lot, there were a few guys on the roster that messaged me that were like hmm. good stuff. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. So I, interesting. Know, I, I do know that there's guys there that do think about it. That's interesting, man. All right. Let, let's talk about, uh, speaking of good, um, next weekend, we're all going to be in New York. Rev pro is always an amazing show. My God, but you and Ishii, holy hell. Um, I, I, like I can't even begin to describe how awesome that sounds to me. How geeked are you for? I, I know you're doing a bunch of stuff, but that one in particular just seems like it jumps off the page. And how cool that sets up to be. Yeah, I'm fired up, man. And the uh, and on Thursday, uh, the day before that match, I think yeah, is it the day before? Is Red Pro on Saturday? Yeah, Red, Red Pro's Friday oh, afternoon. Yeah, Red, yeah, and WrestleCon Friday afternoon. So on on Thursday. Or is it a Wednesday? On Wednesday, I'm sorry. I'm getting all my days screwed up. On Wednesday, uh, I'm wrestling Masada Tanaka for Beyond Jeez, Wrestling. Jesus. So and that's, nice. to be, that's live on IndieWrestling.tv. Uh, so, like, I have a lot of cool things lined up, and this will be my second match with uh, Ishii. And the first one was uh, a historic match in which I attempted to unify the uh, undisputed British Cruiserweight Championship with Tomohiro Ishii's uh, undisputed British Heavyweight Championship. Um, like, so this is going to be a good one, man. Like, the first one was pretty wild. A lot of people, 
left your call talking about it. A lot of people were really excited. And I think that this just, if you've been following uh, Revolution Pro at rpwondemand.com, you would know that Andy Quilden, the matchmaker for Ring of Honor Wrestling, uh, doesn't really like me. Um, And he kind of tries to organize his own little propaganda machine to have people dislike me, which is absolutely absurd. Um, So him putting me out there with Ishii again is as much as he thinks that's probably going to damage me uh, because (laughs) he's just a a twat. Uh, But (laughs) he thinks it's going to, like, it's not. It's just going to make me stronger and more confident going into, um, I'm having the first ever ladder match in Revolution Pro history uh, on May 10th at your call against El Phantasmo for the uh, undisputed British Cruiserweight yeah, Champion. That won't which suck. I hold. That won't yeah. suck. Uh, well, so, just... uh, he, you know, he just doesn't... He, Andy doesn't want to embrace me as the face of Revolution Pro Wrestling, but um, he's just going to have to, especially after a, I have uh, Ishii counting lights. It's going to be pretty sick. That, that'll be great. Just what's that weekend? And, and obviously you've, you've done this for a number of weekends now. You wrestle multiple shows on multiple day, days in a row. So you're doing you know, six matches in a 48 to 72 hour span. Just what's that like for you yeah. and for all the indie wrestlers? <laughs> uh, it's brutal, man. <laughs> um, so it's like the, the first time I ever did WrestleMania weekend, uh, I did one show. Like when I actually, the first time I ever like was active on one, I did one Mm -hmm. show and it was like a four way tag match uh, where Tim Thatcher and I tagged together. And it, it, you know, so it wasn't that wild. It was just kind of one show. It was cool. I got to sell a couple of t shirts, got to hang out, meet people, and it was a great time. And and then after that, it was just kind of (laughs) like, like all go, go, go. I think last year, Last year, I don't know how many shows I had. I think I had like seven or eight or something. And then in Orlando, I had like eight or nine or something. And then this year, I had six. And I took a sixth one last minute. And I'm a little mad at myself for taking it because I kept telling myself, oh, man, you know, this isn't too bad. It's like two matches a day. I'm going to just like kind of, I'll get time to hang out. But no, I just can't. I, I just can't stop myself. Um, <laughs> so. It, 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 it's brutal though, man. It, it, you kind of get through it. Um, it's fun. You get to meet new fans though. Like people that you have never seen you perform before. Uh, that's always great. You get to get new feedback. You're in front of usually every show has really big crowds, um, really energetic crowds. I don't know how fans manage to keep their energy. So up, uh, throughout the whole weekend, it's, pretty incredible well, yeah um yeah and then you get to, and you're in front of an awesome audience and exposed to all these wrestling fans um and it doesn't hurt that at the end of the week if you choose to you know you'll be able to you can go see wrestlemania which is even if you're not a wrestling fan even if you're not a wwe fan whatever um it's quite the show it is a spectacle um I yeah feel- and i'm probably going to go this year because it's it's a great show Wow! Wow! You're gonna just go hang out. That's cool, man. That's cool. I I had two thoughts I there. Will. I had the first thought was the way that the fans keep their energy up: copious amounts of alcohol, and then <laughs> mm, and mm. then B. What tends to happen is that we all crash Sunday night. <laughs> like we go yeah. through it all week, and then we get there Sunday night, and we're like, "Oh God, seven hours! <laughs> I've been doing this for 
fifty already. <laughs> well, you know what? I think maybe maybe like I remember that mania, that first one I was talking about, where I had one show um, was WrestleMania thirty. That's when Daniel Bryan yep. won the title yep. in New Orleans and stuff. And the 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 crowds like just on Bourbon Street, everyone was going nuts all the time. I was there. Like they were. <laughs> Yeah, just so energetic, right? Like you just saw the yes chant happening. Of course. Everything was just so wild. And maybe everyone stayed like alive and awake that weekend because they knew what it was building to. Right, that moment. That. That's a great point. Um, and now this year we have another one with, you know, hopefully you get Becky Lynch to get that. One, just the match itself, like the fact that women are going to be main eventing WrestleMania is such a huge step and such a big thing. Um uh, as much as I have plenty of issues with this, you know, two-sided idea where WWE on one hand is like, oh, yeah, we're giving women a big main event. Oh, yeah, we're doing a women's pay-per-view. And then they also go, yeah, but we really like Saudi Arabia's money. So, like, <laughs> uh, there is obviously is this conflicting thing. And, uh, and then there's also the idea that, you know, you have a bunch of people with, that are higher-ups in the organization that support Donald Trump. So then, you know, there is this major conflict uh, of just like you know what is being put out there. Uh, if we were lying, we'd stop you. <laughs> we'd stop you if you were lying. Yeah, yeah. not no lie so, to But but regardless of all of that, um, it is still really awesome that that match is going to happen in the main event. Like the this is the it's the best storyline that they've had going. I don't even really watch WWE, not because oh I'm like one of those like oh I don't watch WWE. But it's like I watch NXT UK to see a couple of my friends. Yeah, sure. I'll tune into NXT sometimes to see some of my other friends. Like, um, and then like I see what happens on Raw and SmackDown uh, through Twitter and everything. Um, but I just don't. It's just so much to watch, and I get I got overwhelmed once the brand split happened again. I was like, oh man, and it kind of fell out of watching WWE again. But like I don't even watch it, and I know that this storyline is the number one storyline, and it's the biggest thing that's happening. Like Becky Lynch is the is like the hottest talent. Uh, in the industry today, which is, I mean, if you held a gun to my head and told me if WWE would uh, give a platform to a woman to being their number one talent, I would have said, no, they're not going to do that. And, you know, like, uh, I guess that's a weird analogy to say if they held a gun to my head. Yeah, not not necessary, (laughs) right. But still, I get the, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, yeah, right. you, you know what I mean. First of all, um, maybe put the gun away. Second of all, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Number one, how about none? Of, how about none of us have guns? Let's yeah, yeah. But oh, second, whatever. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I just, it's awesome. I'm really happy, to, and I and I am looking forward to seeing that because I'm I'm like. 75% certain I'm going to That's go. cool, man. That's really, really cool. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, dude, w- this has been incredible. What can we plug for you? Like what, you know, uh, social media, shirts, you know, what? What uh, What? All? I know we got the, the appearances next week, but like what else can we plug for you where people can follow you and check you out? Sure. When is this going to be released again? This will be out on Thursday. Thursday. Oh, so like in like two days. Yes, correct. Okay, cool. So, uh, man, okay. So I don't know if, where the online sales are for the shows that I have this weekend, but I'm go- like this weekend I'm doing Fight Forever in Birmingham, which is like this awesome new promotion, uh, and they're having like a doubleheader show, and it's going to be sick. Uh, then 
I've got, I'm doing WXW in Frankfurt, which is a sold-out event. WXW is absolutely killing it with uh, sold-out events all over Germany, and they do sold-out events in London sometimes, too. It's just wild. Uh, then I'm double-shot in Rev Pro in Progress, uh, where you can see them at uh, WXW. You can check that out, wxwnow.com. You can check out RevProRPWOnDemand.com, ProgressDemandProgress.com. Then, yeah, WrestleMania weekend, man. Got WXW in Brooklyn, where I'm wrestling 16-carat winner, Lucky Kid. Uh, got the U.S. First the World show, which is going to be incredible. Uh, fucking, sorry, I just cursed. Uh, You're good. We <laughs> got the podcast. Yeah. Wrestling Ishii. <laughs> uh, then I got Blackcraft Wrestling, wrestling for the Blackcraft Championship against uh, Johnny Blackcraft, as he likes to call himself, because he shills out his name. Yes, everywhere. Correct, before. correct. Um, yeah, whatever, wherever company he is, he tries to get favor with the office by <laughs> using their company name and his last name. So cool. Um, then I uh, got Pro Wrestling Revolver, Pancakes and Pile Drivers. Yep. 11, 11 a.m. It's going to be wild. I have a three way triple threat match with two of the like, biggest wrestlers, Moose and Brian Cage, which is Jesus. absolutely insane. I, like, yeah, I don't know two what I'm going to do. Human tanks. I'm going to just. Like, I mean, so what I'm thinking about doing is I might just sit in the corner and cry for a little bit right and now. then use those those tears uh, for some kind of offensive maneuver. Maybe like maybe it'll develop in some kind of great mood of mist. Don't know. I'm going to have to figure that one out. But um, hey, they're big guys. I'm they must want to eat pancakes. Just distract them with the pancakes. It's true. That's true. They, they Yo, might still be carving record, up. Yeah. Don't be surprised if I actually use that. <laughs> um, so <laughs> then on that same day at House of Glory where I'm tagging with JT Dunn again for the first time in a long time uh, against the private party who I don't know if their big announcement has been announced yet but yeah like that's going to be super cool um, yeah I guess the biggest thing I can plug right now you can check out my merchandise stores uh, prowrestlingtees.com slash davidstar bottomlinemerch.com slash davidstar sl-wrestling.de slash david-star that's mostly for European uh, buyers. Uh, You can also check out my Twitter. I have uh, a Sinclair is Scared shirt which at the bottom has both in Hebrew and Arabic uh, the word peace written on it and it's a big picture of myself with a censored bar over my thing. 50% of the proceeds are going to the Children of Peace uh, charity organization which helps bring together uh, Israeli and Palestinian children uh, ages like 4 to 17 to try and create a generation of peace between uh, two seemingly warring uh, ethnicities. Uh, So it's a charity, good cause. So 50% of the proceeds go towards that. You can can pre-order through my PayPal, paypal.me slash the product DS. Um, Just tell me your shipping address and your shirt size and then just pay the amount that is there. I believe that's 30 pounds for Europe and $35 for America, um, which includes shipping and handling or post or package and post, whatever the hell they call it over here. It's weird. Like they say P and P instead of S and H <laughs> odd people here. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much that. I got some great companies, great things coming up, like doing best of the best again for CZW, trying to go back, be the first ever person to win best of the best twice. That's on April thirteenth. Man, I could look would at my you, schedule. And wait a second. Would you, if you, on. if you do that, do you purposely add? You say best of the best, best of the best in the intro moving forward. Do you do it back to back? Yeah, that might be. That yeah. might be the case. That might be the best of the best. 
The best of the best. Yeah, yeah I like cool. that. I like that. I really like that. I think I, that would be great. Man. I, I tried to think about. I tried to think about stuff. So this this Sunday, uh, the match I have at Progress, I'm wrestling Connor Mills, and it's a super strong style 16 qualifying match. And if I win that, then I'm in super strong style 16, which is you know the big probably the biggest wrestling tournament in in the UK, uh, sure. possibly Europe, rivaling with 16 Carat. Uh, and I I don't know. I have to think of like my nickname that I would add for winning that tournament. Oh. And I, and I, you know, because that's kind of one of the things, like one of the things I've done with these nicknames. Um, and the reason I kind of don't want to get rid of them is each nickname kind of represents a piece of my career or things that I've kept attached to me. Yeah. So it's almost like collect, it's almost like a collection. So something I want to, you know, I, I got to figure out a nickname for that one. I like I gotta that. figure out a nickname for, yeah, so yeah. We, we can we can work on that together if you want to shoot I'm, me I will some be, ideas. I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna workshop it this weekend. I'm gonna be workshopping yeah. Yeah. some ideas this weekend, dude. Um, uh, the conversation has been amazing. Uh, it's you, obviously you're an incredible performer. We're huge fans, and I, I think the world is seeing that those that didn't know before just what it is that you bring to the table, man. And and it's awesome. Um, may you continue to be you, and I think that's what makes wrestling fans really dig what you're doing. Is that it? it it's not. It, it it's a gimmick, but it ain't a gimmick, you know. Like it's it's really legit, man, and it's awesome to have oh, this conversation. We appreciate it, dude. I appreciate you guys having me on. This is uh, this has been really cool. Again, I haven't done I haven't done interviews in a really long time. Uh, <laughs> I, I I've kind of been staying away. I used to do them all the time, but I'm happy that you uh, guys hit me up. And I'm happy that we got this done. I'm I'm, I'm fired up, dude. Thank you guys well, so much. Well, we'd that. love we'd love to have you on anytime you want to come on. So just let us know. Sure, I'll let you know the next time I get somebody fucking pissed at me. Wow, uh, that was a lot. Thanks to David Starr, who um, we'll pull the curtain back. Even after we did that interview, was 40 minutes long, and yeah. even afterwards, we talked to him for like another 30 minutes. Um, fascinating stuff man really fascinating stuff and remember Aaron he said like at the top he's like I'm gonna do my best to talk about it I'm not gonna like ignore this but I just don't know exactly what I'm gonna be able to say well he said tons (laughs) yes he he did yes he did he said plenty um I am sure there are people we like we like the ring of honor people um we've we've made that very clear over the years we're ring of honor fans It, it is something that is awkward we talked about it as we welcome Brandon Linton back in uh, but we were talking about this last week. It exists. Like, this this thing exists where I understand that Ring of Honor is trying to have nothing to do with Sinclair broadcasting and kind of how, how crazy right-wing Sinclair is capable of being. And to some extent, I understand that. And what I, what I said is I get that there are people, there are guys that work there that just say, look, I just want to wrestle. Or wrestling fans that are like, look, I'm just looking for wrestling. I don't, I just don't care about that other crap. And I don't think that makes you a bad person if you feel that way right but it also doesn't make the other stuff go away um you you can't it's the same thing i'd say about like we talk about this all the time with chick-fil-a right like i still like chick-fil-a i i can't i get it they've got some things that i don't like about them and i'm not okay with but i still like chick-fil-a and it doesn't cause me to lose sleep at night and if i mean look at the, the same thing with wwe right I mean, I'm still a W. The WWE. I I hate the fact that WWE went to Saudi Arabia. I hate it that they took the money from the Saudi Arabian government after they murdered a journalist. But I, I, I. If we do this all the time, I literally won't have anything that I'm going to be able to enjoy at some point. 
I think it's okay for us to say we're not okay with these things. I still like pro wrestling. I still enjoy the product, but I'm not okay with the extremist like levels that you go and some of the things that you support. And that's again, I'm not trying to make it a both sides thing, but I have no doubt that it exists with other issues. There are other issues that I wouldn't be fully okay with um from plenty of companies that exist and yet I still might buy their product or uh, watch their programming or whatever it is that that they do. So it's it's a really fine line. I understand that it's uncomfortable for a lot of people. I'm sure there'll be people at Ring of Honor that will hear this because I'm sure it's going to get picked up by a lot of people and they're going to be angry at us and that's a bummer, but you know, I I'll deal with it. It's a it's a story. It is a story. Right, it's a major story in part because they made it a major story, right? <laughs> like Yeah, exactly. We would we, not be I mean, we might have talked about it just as an oh my god, this promo is awesome. Right. But it would be a very different tone if they hadn't pulled it down. Yes, correct. And we talked about that last week. You know, we said that. this We would not be going this far with it had it not been for them wanting it to be taken down. Um, you know, it's what it is. I still like Ring of Honor wrestling. I'll still go to – I'm going to try to go to the show on Sunday night, right? Like, I, I'm still – this does not mean that I'm saying I can't be a Ring of Honor fan. I can. I'm capable of doing that and recognizing that there are things about Ring of Honor, which isn't me saying, by the way, anybody who's – who leans to the right, I've got a problem with. I don't, this is not about that. I, there are things about Sinclair Broadcasting where they go to an extreme, and I'm not okay with that. I don't I don't support that. But that doesn't mean I can't support Ring of Honor Wrestling. I can't be a fan. I can't enjoy the product. All of these things can exist, and the conversation can still be had. So, I mean, anyone who works for a company that is relatively large realizes the separation between the entities underneath the parent company and the company itself right. you know like there's so many more people to consider and it's not as easy as saying like some evil overlord is pushing his propaganda through every property they own i understand the mentality of wanting to hurt that company in the wallet but it's just not realistic you know what i mean like there's not enough clear information for you to make that for, to, for enough people to make that call to matter brandon i agree with you but i would also say if i I would not fight with you if you were a person that said this is why i don't support ring of honor right i mean look exactly right right, exactly but i'm just saying when when they're cutting when they're cutting a wrestling promo and sinclair is the one getting involved with it you know it does blur that line i I mean there is and again I, i i hate i hate to try to keep making this like a both sides thing but like if you if you are the type that says I don't have an issue with it because, you know, I do lean right. Like, I'm not mad at you. That's that's your deal, you know? Like, I don't care how you lean politically. I have things I don't like. I'm okay with that. If you are, you know, really, really have an issue with what it is Sinclair does and say, I can't support Ring of Honor because of it, okay, cool. You know, like, you, right. you have that right. Everybody's got the right to do what they want to do with their money and their time and their support and wrestling fandom, so... It's a complicated issue. We can't, you know, uh, drive it down to just one particular thing. But there you go. All right, um, let's 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 dive into some other topics because we did spend basically an hour talking about this. <laughs> um, uh, Aaron, uh, some other things we wanted to touch on. For example, well, uh, we have the rest. Speak, staying with Ring of Honor. I was going to say, yeah, we, we're staying with Ring of Honor, and, and we do have the rest of the Madison Square Garden show. Uh, the full uh, full lineup has been released. I believe it's in order now. So I'll just read off all 11 matches in Madison Square Garden. Um, they're starting off with the Honor Rumble, so just everyone who's not on the card is going to be in it. i, I got to assume Jushin Liger is a favorite to win that one. 
because he's not in the rest of the card and they got to do something big with Jushin Liger sure. and the, yeah, probably the sense. one and only time he's going to be in Madison Square Garden. Right. Um, the first official match, so that's a pre-show. The first match is the Cobb Osprey match. It's pretty yeah. effing good. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> That's a good, good way to start the show. Uh, you got Rush for Stalton Castle. Okay. Uh, Mayu Iwatani, the, the Women of, of Honor champion, defending against Kelly Klein. Okay. Then you have Bully Ray's Open Challenge, which, you know, a lot of people were thinking Flip Gordon. Flip Gordon's injured again. Uh, so, not going to be Flip Gordon. We'll still see who it is. My, my guess, if it's someone in the company, it's Suzuki. Or, you know, they're still teasing that outside thing. Uh, you have the I, here, IWGP I, I'll, I'll junior... I'll say the awkward thing. I still, I think Bully Ray still is an amazing character, but the last couple times I've seen him wrestle, I'm. Oh, I'm. I'm only interested based on who it is. Right. Correct. Like I, I want to. I want to see Suzuki. I want to see. I mean, you know, they teased Punk. It's not gonna be Punk, but if they're teasing Punk, that means they must have a big name. I hope because you're not. You're not gonna tease Who's Punk. Teasing. What they're teasing CM Punk. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Well, Bully's been saying, you know, you're a punk. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. Right, right, right. He, he dropped right, the name right. Punk, he, you know, yeah. Um, oh, like some punk is going to, something like well, that. Well, he, he, say, he said, the, the words were something along the line of, I know you're watching from your couch. I know you've been watching me and you can't handle me. I'll see you at the garden, punk. Punk, right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So it, it's, I, I don't think it's punk, but if you're going to go that route, it better be somebody good or the, the crowd. The, could cloud, the cloud of Phil Brooks will return, what will be over. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, IWGP uh, junior title, heavyweight title on the line. Uh, Taji Ishimori, Dragon Lee, Bandito. They have a winner-take-all four-way tag title. So both the IWGP and the Ring of Honor tag titles are on the line as the Grills of Destiny face uh, Villain Enterprises, PCO, and Brody uh, Brody King, uh, Evil and Sonata, and the Briscoe Brothers. Sure. Yeah, I mean, like, sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all, all on board. Uh, throw a million yep. super kicks. Let's go. <laughs> uh, British heavyweight championship is on the line. Zack Saber Jr. defends against Tanahashi. I mean, again, yes, check. Right. What else? <laughs> like uh, IWGP IC title on the line. Naito defends against Kota Ibushi. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. That's that's pretty effing amazing at Madison Square Garden. Holy hell! Yeah, I mean. And uh, then the three-way match: Lethal Skrull and Taven. And then the right now, what seems to be the main event: IWGP title on the line: Jay White versus Okada. Uh, Aaron, you're gonna be in the house, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna suck. I know that much. Yeah. It's not gonna <laughs> yeah. suck. I was. I, I didn't know what they would do about it because you know, New Japan has not put on the best shows in America so far. Uh, this is about as good as you could hope for. Yeah, Th- really this is beyond any expectations really I had. Really I'm very excited. It's really, really good. All right. Um, a couple other things I just want to touch on quickly. So is is Nikki Bella like actually retired? She, she claims she's retired. She, she said that she's going to, you know, focus on her outside career and got all the well wishes from all the women and other people in the company. So we'll see how long that lasts. She, I believe I, she, I believe it'll she, last as long as Conor McGregor's retirement. But <laughs> she did make the statement that she would be open to returning in special attraction circumstances. So I give it a so year. The same thing tops. she's doing now, right? But, I mean, that's what she is, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, that's very weird. I don't know what to make of it. And right, like she basically already is retired. So, do you guys watch Total Bellas? Yes. I do. I'm not gonna lie about that. And I mean, I know I t- 
I know we take what was on there sort of with a grain of salt because it's what they want us to see. Right. How, but, but, you know, it's very interesting to me in the show, at least how they portray, like, you know, her dependence on having Brie with her. It's like, I don't get it. Like, Nikki, do, do, do they really tell her that, that she needs to have Brie? Because I don't think anyone gives a shit if she has Brie. I don't, I don't. Like, I think people are on board right. with her wrestling without Brie. Right. She's definitely you know? the better wrestler of the two. There's no question about that. But I, think I don't think she needs to be in there at all. I, I, why can't Nikki Bella exist as Nikki Bella? But I think she's kind of always made it about a branding thing. I think that was the, the point. The Bella twins is a good package. Right. Like but it, sure, but we're beyond that. I, I mean, we're at the point now where everybody knows Nikki can go. I think her match with Ronda was great. Her She's had other great matches with Charlotte and the like. I mean, I don't think... Right. I just think this dependence on having right, the but twins. I, I is think so... we're talking about two different things. I think you're talking about from a wrestling perspective, and I agree completely. But I think they're. But I, but, but I also. But you don't think the fans? Do you think the fans really care? No, no, if no I don't. Is there? I, but I don't think it's about professional wrestling at all. I, I think it's about when they make appearances, they believe their they do it more, their brand is stronger when the two of them are together, and for them, I get that pro wrestling, the, the WWE, the, you know. We've gotten to the point where there's two different brands. There's Brie Mode, there's Fearless. You know what? I'm not to be like super Bella fan. I'm not. I just, I just think it's it just. I just thought it was super weird. You I, know that I, it was I under, like I understand she, what you're saying, and, and I saw the same thing, and I and I I I tend to agree with you, but I do still think we're thinking about it from a WWE prism. I just yeah. think that they have found business wise that more CEOs are receptive of hearing them when both of them are there. I, I think they figured out that the Bella Twins are a really strong brand, and the individual brands, what you're talking about with like Nikki Bella, might be a good brand, but it's a super strong brand when it's the Bella Twins. And I yeah, think that, that's all. I agree, but it's 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 like when she was saying that like we want to continue the storyline. I I couldn't only do it if you're here. It's like what? Why? But remember, she. <laughs> I, I, I no, I agree with you from a pro wrestling. But remember, she complains all the time about. You know, Brie going and doing wrestling things or wanting to be with the daughter and not making meetings. You know what I mean? Like, I just think that this is sure. they take the same business approach. By the way, credit to them. To everything. Their story really is amazing. You know what I mean? Like, they really it is what they've built is 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 fascinating and and something that really I I never saw them as being so transcendent in pop culture the way that they've become like they've far more transcendent in pop culture than I would have ever bet on them being. Um, and it's not just because they're good yeah. looking. It's not just because they were wrestlers. Like they, they're, they're far smarter than we gave them credit for. And I think that Nikki in particular sees that and sees we should be around each other. Like uh, wherever, whatever we're doing, we should be around each other because we offer something that can't be offered by, you know, there's two of us, and that's the end of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's a really weird... The same way that, like, power couples find that their brand is more valuable when you get both of them, when it's both A-Rod and J-Lo, it doesn't mean that A-Rod's not powerful alone, but he's more powerful when he's got Jennifer Lopez. I just think it's sort of that deal, where they just kind of want to be around each other, and it's really worked. So I kind of get it from that standpoint. Sure. I do kind of get that. We'll see. I, By the way, I'm with Aaron. I don't... I don't... Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, whenever... Nikki's, she'll be back. She'll be back in a year. Correct. Um, uh, what else do we? Oh, uh, uh, the Hall of Fame class. We get uh, two new members. One of it's the same thing that we've been doing with the rest of the Hall of Fame class. Right. Just the really awkward thing about this Hall of Fame we talked about before. It's the we want to get these, you know, 
not necessarily lesser, but these people in who are either dead in, in, in this case or China's case or lesser, like in Stevie Ray's case. So we got to do the tag team. But it, it just loses so much. Like, I'm I'm thrilled for that Jim the Anvil Nightheart is going to be in the WWE Hall of Fame, but it just – there's no feeling to it. Like, there's just no – We've heard Brett talk a lot. Right. We don't need to hear Brett talk a lot again. Right. It's just sort of like, okay, you know, like, good, but – but that's it. Like that's all I feel about it. Um, and it's and, and it's and it's it's weird in a year that we have DX going in. Yes. That I mean, I and I guess this is the reason why they didn't do this. But like, what about the rest of the heart? I mean, like, well, like you're you're, you're not going for, to induct a stable where four of the five members are dead. I it's mean, just I awkward. Get that. I get that, but it makes it even more awkward by omission where you're looking and you're like, okay, the Hart Foundation, like whenever you got into wrestling, like if you were into wrestling in that time, they were huge. It was a big deal. Um, They weren't the champions for very long. I mean, like other than sentimentally, like if you look at it in the scope now, they weren't one of, I mean, they weren't one of the most accomplished tag teams of all. They certainly were one of the best of all time, but like, if you look at the Hart Foundation in the '90s, that was one of the most impactful heel factions ever. Yes. I mean, like you have to remember how huge that was. They made Steve Austin, you know. So, like, it's really weird that you've got. I mean, I get it. Like, if I, I mean, don't a, they can't. It, the they more can't I think about it, them, because of the, I, I don't even know what the relationship right, is with. The, um, yeah. And with Pillman and Bulldog and yeah yeah I mean that that's the thing like it'd be great and again yeah. if if it, if there was a real physical Hall of Fame they'd all be in but because yeah. it's just about the ceremony the show, right. you're not going to put one where it's Bret Hart with four dead people I mean I hear you right it's still it's oh he's gonna fucking say it and that's the other thing like I mean I guess unless they have him on a leash uh, Bret Hart is gonna say Owen Hart. And Bret Hart is going to say British Bulldog during his speech. It's going to um, happen. Yeah, He's going to say they should be there. You know, I mean, it's... Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of glad we're not going, in a way. Wait, <laughs> or, or maybe we're still going. I was going to say, I, by the way, get-ins for the uh, Ring of or for the G1 Supercard show are only 25 bucks for the record. Oh, like, what? Yeah, just 25 bucks to get in. So, I mean, you're in the, but it's Madison Square Garden, like an upper deck seat at Madison Square Garden. I was going to that. say, there aren't a bad, there's not really a bad seat. No, like 25 bucks. As long as it's not standing room, I can't do that. No, no, but. no, there, there's seats. There's $25 seats to get in the, the G1. Now, there's well, only. Maybe, maybe we do that. We might, and we might want to pull the trigger soon because there's only like 10 seats that are below 30 bucks. But we'll talk about that. We can talk about that in a okay. In fact, we'll talk about. In fact, the twenty-five dollar ones are now gone. There's twenty-six dollar ones available. <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. All right, uh, quickly, Cain Velasquez is doing Triple Mania. That's awesome. It's wild. I mean, especially when he he's been openly critical of wrestling in the past, which is kind of funny. But you know, you're openly critical until they pay you enough money. Correct. That's the way it works. And when you and you have this huge, if you missed it, Cain Velasquez had this like huge moment. Where he's the main event, he, he comes out of like semi-retirement, his first fight in years. He's the main event at his home arena in downtown Phoenix, and the same shit happens that always happens in the Cain Velasquez fight, and it's just over in a couple of seconds, and it's this huge letdown. And I think at that moment you're like, ah, uh, I just might not be that dude anymore, and maybe I need to try to cash in on the value that my brand has as much as I possibly can, 
and his brand does have great value because like he did beat Brock Lesnar and he did do all those things in the UFC. So like dig it. And it's kind of cool that he's doing, he's always made a big deal about his Mexican heritage. You know, like he would say he was a Mexican fighter, despite the fact that he was born in the U S um, it's cool. I dig, I dig the triple mania thing. I dig that. I think that's a neat. And thing. I mean, the, the three possible opponents are psycho clown Tejano, or Pentagon. So you're not going to, you're going to get a big match either way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that works. That works. No doubt. All right. Anything else we have to cover? Um, nothing we have to. I, I, I asked, actually, I asked uh, a British, uh, a British site to put up odds on various Gronk wrestling oh, okay. related uh, things. Okay. Uh, four to one to team with Mojo Raleigh at any televised match up to and including WrestleMania 36. Kind of like those odds. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. Uh, everybody was freaking out about the picture they sent out this week. Where they're doing like a Special Olympics event in D.C. or whatever, and Gronk was in the photo. And yeah. like, I get it. I I think that event was happening before the WWE. Like, I I don't think that that was. It was a USO event. I think it was USO, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, Terry Bradshaw. I may, I sent out a joking tweet where I was like, this this picture obviously means exactly what you think it does. Terry Bradshaw is going to WrestleMania like that. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I, I would, I don't read too much into that, but yes, we've all assumed that at some point Gronk would be involved in professional wrestling. And if he's retired and you know, WrestleMania is next, I, I think we're all making the same assumption. Now I would be stunned if Rob Gronkowski is a full-time professional wrestler in May. I would be stunned by that if that was the case, but I would be stunned in zero ways if he is involved at WrestleMania. So. 16 to 1 to beat Brock Lesnar sometime between now and uh, WrestleMania. Uh, Who is? Gronk. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> come on. You want me to run down? Let me run down these odds real quick. quick, quick. 4 to 6. Please all, do. Mo- most of these are through next year's WrestleMania. 4 to 6 to appear uh, live in person at any WWE pay per view. So okay. that's okay. a block. Uh, uh, three, uh, 3 to 1 to, rep- to wrestle on a Raw or SmackDown. I mentioned that four to one. I like this one. Ten to one for Mojo and Gronk to become AEW champions between now and the end of next year. <laughs> these are really uh, these are really low numbers, man. Like this <laughs> this smells well, like more I said, like, four to one is the only one I kind of like. This smells more <laughs> like we have no idea what to set the numbers at, so we're not gonna mess around too much, right? Yeah. Like for Mojo Raleigh and Rob Gronkowski to be AEW tag <laughs> champions, that should be like a hundred to one. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's, exactly. But if it, this is happening, it's happening in WWE. But there's it's I mean, it should, I mean, it should be a hundred and one that they're in AEW at, right. at all. You know what I mean? Like, let alone the champions. It, it does smell like what they're saying is we are we have no idea what to do here, so we're not going to give you much more than that. Like yeah. we just, we can't give you those types of odds because we just have no clue what's going on. Yeah. There, but, there are three. There by are the three way. more. Winning the hold on, winning the WWE or Universal titles thirty three to one, Royal Rumble sixty six to one, and Money in the Bank is a hundred to one. All right, all right. I mean, come on. I mean, like, is is how is the AEW tag team champs twelve to one and, and Money in the Bank's a hundred to one? Like, I if it, the, it does any of, way, would any somebody, of you be more likely yeah. to put the bet on them being AEW tag champs than him winning Money in the Bank? Uh, somebody the with the um profile of rob gronkowski is gonna go anywhere but wwe if yeah, i mean they're if they're considering wrestling like come on seriously all right very good uh plugs in brandon what's coming up at ram's head live i've got uh a wallflower show i am coming up august that. 
Yeah, I'm I'm really pumped. It's been a long time since they played Baltimore, um, especially headlining. They might have been on a package show or something, but um, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, um, and, uh, you know, we've got lots of other stuff coming up. Just uh, Soja, April 13th, uh, which is a favorite locally in Baltimore. And uh, just go to RamsHeadLive.com. You're bringing we'll, in the world uh, Brand new show announcements league. every week. And uh, follow us at Rams Head Live on Twitter. Maybe you should promote that you have a, a crazy arm wrestling event coming up at Rams Head Live. Yeah, there is the World Arm Wrestling League. This is the second year they've done this. It's it's like a rental thing that they come in oh, and sort of. Really but it's kind of crazy. They turn the place into this small. Like it, you wouldn't even recognize the venue. That's like they cool. bring in so much production, and uh, I think they, I think some of the people are sourced locally, and then some of them are their like champions nationally, and. Uh, I think yeah. they're actually part so, of uh, they're they're part of the the Ring of Honor the Festival of Honor that they're doing at the Hulu Theater before the oh, they really? Card. Yeah, they're doing something with that. That's awesome. I, I think but that Taven might really be part of that with too. The production. Yeah, I was really impressed with the production they brought in. They had like a whole. They kind of created it into a an entire like arena, a little one. But you know, it's it it I like I said, if you walked in there, you wouldn't even recognize the place. That's cool, man. All right, at Ramshead, or sorry, uh, RamsheadLive.com, at Ramshead Live, and at Brandon Linton on Twitter. Aaron, quickly. Uh, I am on Twitter at the Aoster. The show is on Twitter at Jobbing Out Show. You can email us Jobbing Out Show at gmail.com. I'm gonna have a bunch of mania and other related stuff in the Baltimore Sun, so check it out there. Very good. At Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com. Thanks again. To David Starr for joining us. Thanks to AJ for AJ, or sorry, for Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event, vent, 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 AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Oh, you know what? I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it this time. I don't get to do it. You do it. Jobbing Out! Fuck cancer.